0: Hey, this is Mike Herrera. You're listening to Magnified Pod.
1: This is a yelling podcast. From poking at you to plans and everything in between, this is Magnified Pod, the only podcast that discusses culture, religion, politics, and the entire discography of everyone's favorite left-coast punks, MX, PX. And we're back. It's been a minute. I'm Andrew. I'm John. This is our podcast, and it has been a minute, (laughs) my friend, Um, since we last met. Mm -hmm. The the Earth has completed (laughs) one final final. (laughs) I don't know. Sometimes it feels that way. It does (laughs) these days. Uh, All that to say, you're you're you had a birthday i did have a birthday it's true i <laughs> forgot science for a moment i was thinking like <laughs> the, the orbit um have I you was... heard about
2: this this flat earth netflix documentary that's like blowing up
1: oh no they like it's a like it's a pro flat earth documentary no
2: but they feature pro flat earthers and then scientists basically being like here's 10 reasons why that's false um <laughs> But one takeaway from it is that they refer to people who don't believe in flat earth as ballers. (laughs) So when you're talking about the the earth rotation and the sun, I thought,
1: classic baller. It's funny. uh, I saw uh, somebody, some tweet, something about like, you know, people who are anti-vaxxers and someone said we shouldn't call them anti-vaxxers we should call them plague enthusiasts like that (laughs) which is just far more accurate right uh so a few pro-plaggers pro-plaggers yeah Yeah. uh so let's we have we have so much going on our podcast
2: table is full (laughs) to the brim (laughs) with
1: stuff it has never been this full (laughs) uh so last episode we had all the liquids mm-hmm. so in addition to having an increased amount of liquids as uh-huh. well uh we John has all of his <laughs> liquids on the floor sure because there isn't <laughs> enough space um yeah we've got beers mm-hmm. we have water mm-hmm. we have um i have rice milk uh-huh. and you have you don't have any milk oh you do uh, have some milk. cow's milk there's yes, some almond okay. milk
2: at the ready if if either of us want that um The reason we we have all this milk...
1: Is because John and I are going to be asking each other questions Uh and eating increasingly spicier hot sauces. Mm -hmm. Um, Either our best
2: idea ever or worst.
1: (laughs) Yes. Time will tell. I am leaning towards worst.
2: (laughs) Yeah. My foot is nudging against our spit bucket right now. So we'll see how full that is by the end of
1: this. We are 100% biting this idea from Hot Ones. (laughs) Uh, We're not doing a full 10 uh, hot sauce gamut because uh, that would take a considerable amount of time. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do a full interview of each other. That just... So we're going to do an abbreviated version. So the spice is going to ramp up yeah. rather quickly. I'm a little nervous. Yeah. I feel like you're a bigger spice hound than I, I... The The appropriate term is Spice Lord. <laughs> oh, yes. That's right. So... Uh, I...
2: More of a spice fife or, fife or something. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a thing?
1: Yes, you're... I don't know. What, what is it? What is it? A um, fiefdom. What is it? The... the God, duke? No. God, what's it called? The, uh, people who just, like, surfs. Oh, yeah. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a spice surf for sure.
2: <laughs> Hashtag spice surf.
1: Yeah, so we're going to get into that in a little bit. But before that, we need to yeah. wet our whistles. That's true. I... Did not purchase local beer today um, because I wanted to try something new that I hadn't purchased before. It's good. Um, it is a pretty large brewery, Sierra Nevada, hazy little thing IPA. Like it? Yeah, I like all things hazy these days. You're a hazy guy. You're I'm, a haze lord. I'm a haze lord. Uh man, this looks good
2: though. I got some weird. You know, I like weird
1: beers. Yes, you do.
2: I got some.
1: Oh, this smells great.
2: Yeah, it does. It smells like a regular IPA as opposed to a milkshake IPA, which I've been trying a lot of lately. Yeah.
1: Have you had any of this? No. Have
2: we because, talked about
1: this. Yeah, because they have lactose in them. Typically. Oh right. Yes, you're right. And I don't don't get um, down with that. And it's all. It's also. Just the description it's always sort of turned me off
2: yeah that doesn't surprise me whereas i'm like strawberry milkshake ipa let me at it <laughs> and sometimes they are great and like a lot of the time they're too weird for yeah. me to even enjoy as a weird beard surf um <laughs> yeah you, i guess you, i'm a weird beard lord
1: yeah you're a beer lord um hashtag beer lord here cheers, cheers in
2: to our birthdays in the last month or yeah whatever.
1: and consuming, spicy things that will ruin the rest of the episode. And to MXPX
2: shows one mm-hmm. week from today. Yes, by... By the time this ep comes out. By the app A time, mere five days. Yep. Four sleeps. Yeah. <laughs> That's how my kid measures things.
1: <coughs> That's amazing. Um. So, yeah. Uh, by the time this ep co- comes out, it'll be the week of the MXPX shows. Big week. And this will be... Yeah, we've been ramping up for this show for (laughs) a year for for forever, man. And it's (coughs) Jesus. You're already out of control. I'm I'm already out of control. Uh, And it it, it just seems like this has been so it's been it's been so far away. Yeah. uh, For so long that it being like we will be at the show 20 uh, seven days from right now. Yeah. 844, we're recording this. Uh, I don't know who's opening. This is... Yeah. They're keeping this a little uh, under wraps. There's been some there's been some mumblings uh, because Mike had this conversation, well, back and forth with Josh Caterer mm-hmm. of the Smoking Popes. Which would be dope. On Twitter, something about, you know, Smoking Popes, Josh Caterer, he's also Chicago-based dude um, I don't know that would be that would be sick I support that I would be down with that uh, I don't I don't know I I imagine five iron wouldn't be the very first band on stage right
2: I don't think so because last time I saw five iron open for MXPx Chris Rowe from the Ataris did a solo set okay before five iron so I imagine it would be a similar thing with Josh cater or whomever
1: yeah that'd be dope Looking forward to it. Uh, But before we get into any of that, um, should we talk about Magpod Nation Meetup? Yes, we should. So the Friday show is uh, the doors open at 7. Bottom Lounge opens at five so we are aiming to be there around the time that it opens up yeah to hang with people who want to hang out get some drinks at the at the bar before the show opens up yeah obviously no obligation to do so uh you know i know people are coming in from out of town what time people will be able to be there we don't know but we definitely want to meet people, who, you know, are listeners and want to hang out and um, people who support the show. Yep. Um, and interact with us. We definitely like to meet you. So. If you
2: are a Patreon punk, we will buy you a shot or a yep. drink of your choice. <laughs> yep.
1: So that will be. Um, <laughs> two people there. Two people that are coming. Unless
2: you want to sign up this week to go to patreon.com/magnifiedpod yeah. get your shot in time get, for this weekend
1: and catch up on all of the month's worth of that's right um backlogged stuff that you haven't seen that's been on our patreon
2: bonus content
1: bonus content unedited pods um yeah it's it's a it's a fun time anyway um yeah so hit us up on the gram or twitter or whatever if you um Have questions about the meetup before, send us an email, whatever. We will find way to get in touch with you and connect.
2: For sure. I was gonna say I was gonna issue another challenge that if you leave a rating or a review for us, I will also buy you a drink of your choice. Well we do have we owe some goodies to people, right? Yes.
1: April Yes. And Brian Walker both left us reviews. Appreciate it. uh So getting since, stickers since we are seeing them. Yeah, we'll bring some week, stickers. We'll, we'll bring, bring some... um
2: a little mini merch table in our bag <laughs> <laughs> and give out stickers as appropriate. Yeah.
1: So I'll say, I'll say, hey, Mike, can I just like <laughs> shove some put your... this on your guitar real <laughs> quick? <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, like, shove aside some of the. Just get a get, little corner of your shit out of there. A corner of your merch table. <laughs> I to... feel like that would be fine. <laughs> definitely not <laughs> last so, time uh so presumptuous Brian
2: Bouchelt was manning the table and I feel like we could just put some of our stuff in the corner and <laughs> yeah. he, he wouldn't turn a blind eye. No, to
1: I don't it. I think I think they <laughs> I think they'll be a Brian will have his his hands. I don't know.
2: Mike said he wanted us to have stickers ready.
1: <laughs> That's true. Yeah, he's like, you know, just get your Magpod merch there.
2: Yeah. yeah. Oh, Magpod? That was too loud. Magpod merch. Magpod merch. Oh, Magpod merch. Ooh, ah, ah, ah. Where? What if
1: Disturbed
2: opened? <laughs> that would be great. There's Chicago. They're headlining the Allstate Arena, so I don't think they're <laughs> opening this show, which is weird. Why can they still headline an arena? Dude, I Only don't here, know. here, I guess. He took out his little um, chin fangs, though, because <laughs> they were getting infected or something like Gross.
1: that. Gross. Ugh. <laughs> Awful. Anywho, Awful.
2: Speaking of our merch... You can go check out what we have at magnifiedpod.storenvy.com. That's s-t-o-r-e-n-v-y.com.
1: Yes, it's we got, we got some cool stuff over there. That's true. We got shirts. We got hoodies. We got stickers. We have a tote bag. We have more stuff mm-hmm. uh, that will be coming up in the future. But, yeah, people are already ordering some swag, some stickers. Shirts um, are
2: uh, soft
1: AF. Shirts are soft. This hoodie uh, that I'm rocking right now. I've been wearing this hoodie a lot. <laughs> well, because it still looks brand new. It, it, it's great. It feels nice. It's super soft. Um, I've also been – been, the stuff that I've been sending out, people have been sending stickers. Those are being shipped by me. Mm-hmm. Uh, to whoever orders them, they ship separately from the rest of the stuff. So I've been writing little notes and people's uh, uh, orders of stickers and putting little doodles in there. so uh, if you if you order something, if you order a sticker in the notes section from where from where you order, if you want me to draw something, uh, just leave it in the notes and I'll draw whatever you want. Yeah, so. Uh, we just got a sticker order uh, today, actually, from our boy Riker. Nice. So we might have to put a little special doodle
2: That's right.
1: do- Doodle for him.
2: Love putting a special doodle out there for our <laughs> listeners.
1: God, why why is everything I say somehow like, I don't know. sound...
2: Maybe it's just... Maybe it's just... I'm reaching. That's what she said. <laughs> Not with that one.
1: Oh. Um... So John, let's um now that we've got some of that business yes. out of the way, um, how was your birthday? It was good, man. You turned forty five.
2: Turned forty five. Uh I turned thirty six, which I'm old. Um, you we, turned thirty five, which I, m- does mean you can run for president as I we can. discussed.
1: And uh, we will we will get into that in a bit,
2: <laughs> okay. actually. Good tease you're you're formally announcing this this app
1: (laughs) yes um Um, and the my platform will be um andrew feeling um four years in running i love it yeah
2: i'm gonna wear a i'm gonna make an andrew's face for prez (laughs) shirt
1: and put it across your boobs Uh
2: that's a little tease of uh, b-movie yep which we'll be discussing later on along with ACAP.
1: Uh, we're going to be yeah we'll be discussing the A C E P and the Jerry Seinfeld film <laughs> B movie.
2: I always knew that Barry B Benson was a big '90s Christian punk rock fan, but oh
1: man, you didn't know that uh, Jerry Seinfeld huge MXPX. Why check magnets?
2: What's the deal with MXPX? Nailed it. First, but <laughs>
1: they're, they're poking <laughs> along. Things are going along slowly, and then there's ten years of running.
2: That's great. There we go.
1: And then they start to panic.
2: No wonder at this point they're like, "Let's ride." I'm too tired. This is, I mean, this is great. We need to do a full, a tight five for our for our Patreon punks Yeah, Um, we'll do
1: our worst Jerry Seinfeld. I think you got
2: you got in the groove there. Um, Okay. So anyway, what were we talking about? My birthday. Uh, It was good. I it's went up magnified. To... <laughs> Sorry. It's a pod. What What's is a,
0: it? it? It's a pod. It's, it's, it's small, but it's everywhere. I don't.
2: Okay. Oh, brother. Let's shut it down. Um, I went up to Minnesota.
1: Who are these people?
2: <laughs> Which you did, too. Yes, I did. Um, went up to my friend's cabin. My friend, the lead singer of Tiger Jack. Perhaps oh. you've heard of them.
1: Oh shit, Tiger Jack reunion?
2: Yep, proud to announce we'll be opening for Josh Caterer, who will be opening for Five Iron and then MXPX. Um, no, we uh, we actually listened to the episode where we listened to Tiger Jack songs because nice. he hadn't heard that one. Nice. He listened to the first few episodes. Is that why
1: you were texting me asking about yes, the. Yes, yeah. because he
2: was talking. I have told him about Thorish for many years now, right. and he wants to find them online, and he's like, I can't find any Thorish. And I was like, we got to find the episode where we talk about them. I failed to find it, but it's somewhere.
1: (laughs) You didn't just comb through the 35 uh, episodes?
2: I don't know. We must have mentioned Thorsh in the show notes for one of them.
1: When you texted me that I was driving up to Minneapolis at that point, so I was like...
2: I was driving away from... (laughs) or somewhere. I don't know what I was doing. Anyway, um, yeah, it was a good time. How was your trip?
1: It was good. It was busy um, since I was up there working, having meetings for the most part. But got to see um, a bunch of our mutual friends. We went out for yeah for drinks. Did you get a get a text from Dave? I did. You go to Groveland Tap? We did. That's my spot. Yeah, I we grew up a couple blocks from there. Nice, yeah. Gro- shout out to Groveland Tap. That's right. It was packed AF when yep. we were there, and. Uh, our buddy Dave and I, we we got uh, significantly more drunk than anybody else that we were out with. <laughs> well done. So, yeah, it it was. Uh, we were sitting next to each other. We, I feel like Dave, Dave would be, um, perfect, uh, perfect for a podcast.
2: That's a great point. Because
1: he would never shut up. <laughs> he he's like, he's he's like constantly riffing. He he's is. like a nonstop riff machine.
2: I think I've even told him this idea. He's a big podcast connoisseur, and he yeah. was one of the first people I told about this show. So yeah, we should try to get him on at some point.
1: Yeah, he's 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 a funny dude. He's a really funny dude, and there would never be dead air with him. He's he's a big he's a big yes and kind of guy. <laughs> yeah,
2: I'm just a yes
1: guy. <laughs> <laughs> you're a you're a yesman.
2: I'm a yes. I'm a yes surf. <laughs> Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> um what other what other ground do we have to cover here? Should we get into some some voicemails?
1: Why don't we actually get into some voicemails? Um you can leave us a voicemail eight seven two seven six two four seven six three eight seven two seven 4763 seven six three. Mm-hmm. Eight seven two seven MAG pod. So John, last week or last episode, I should say. Sure. We talked Goldfinger's The Knife. Yep. And I said on the episode... It's my favorite album ever. <laughs> I said that I'm not going to be making any friends <laughs> with this episode. Yeah. Um, we have uh, some differing opinions yeah. on this album. Some people, uh, big fans... Some people not fans, and then some people kind of in 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 the middle, not every it's not a slam dunk album mm-hmm. which I think is you know in my favor right and it's like that I'm not the outlier where like I'm one hundred percent you know out of touch
2: uh-huh.
1: I think they're like I said, and like I don't hate the record, sure i'm just i just don't think i'm a um a feldy fan sure not a feldy head uh, uh, but what were you gonna say
2: you know who is a feldy head who's that friend of the pod previous podcast <laughs> tyler
1: day oh yeah Was <laughs> he pissed
2: i received a series of texts monday evening <laughs> that the show draft yeah uh, four gifts. Yes. One said, "You're dead to me." <laughs> one said, "How could you do that to me?" One said, "Ultimate betrayal." And then one was a wrestler getting uh, hit over the head. Um, and I just said, "Goldfinger?" Question mark. And then he sent me links to many um,
1: Goldfinger songs. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't. He didn't say anything. He just sent you <laughs> gifts and he links. He said
2: some things uh, eventually, and uh, was not not thrilled.
1: Generally, look. I I stand by what I said and let the record show the tape. You can listen back to the tape and you will find that yeah. I'm not perjuring myself. But I said, for the most part, I am on board yeah. up until certain points and that it's sort of like, the inverse with you and Arthur, yeah, where, where you said you like the bridge, right, um, and not the chorus, right, and I like the verses typically, sure, and not the chorus, yeah. So well,
2: no, not as many. Whoa, whoa, whoa!
1: Was on the verses, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. There are on some, but uh, and there are some songs in the album I like. Yeah. So I think people just got a little hot under the collar. With my with my takes
2: Sure I was going to briefly mention Which I commented this on Instagram too But when we were discussing the song Don't Let Me Go Which goes Don't, Don't let, let me go, go. Don't, Don't let, let me go I was like what 90s pop song is this And it came yeah. into my head when I had jury duty <laughs> Two days before my birthday yeah. And it was um, as I lay me down to sleep, which is basically the same chord progression as don't let me go, don't let me go. Anyway. <laughs> who does that song? Sophie B. Hawkins. Okay. Uh, you may remember me, the Community episode where they plan a Sophie B. Hawkins dance instead of a Sadie Hawkins dance.
1: I didn't Classic Community. Well, it's time I probably to. should. Got the I, DVDs. You can borrow. Nice. <laughs> I've
2: said that in like <laughs> ten episodes.
1: <laughs> yeah, I need. I need to get on that. Anyway, I'm a big Donald Glover fan. Yeah, I'm just not a I'm not a Chevy Chase fan. He's really not a central focus of it. Yeah, he's he he's kind of an asshole. Yes, the uh, show
2: uh, feels the same way. You can tell because <laughs> this character is an asshole.
1: Yep. Okay. Good. Um, anyway, so <laughs> CJ. Ah. Uh not not happy with me
3: what's up guys cj here um i think my cell phone dropped that last call so i'm gonna try again um i want to talk to you guys i love that you guys are so into the craft brews i love the uh uh the goose island somebody showed me that one a couple of years ago and that was fantastic uh they have a few different good ones um and i just don't understand people that uh that just you know, only drink the generic Budweiser, Bud Light, Coors Light. It's like, yeah, those are okay on like a hot summer's day. But I like, you know, like out in the heat, that's when I find I drink like generic beer. But when I'm like hanging with my friends and like at night, you want to try something new. That's I like right. buying those big bottles of like something you have no idea what's in there and you oh, yeah. share it with your buddies. Got your one buddy. of those right here. Good times, good times. So I'm curious if you guys are. In, on the innocent gun bandwagon because like uh, somebody showed me them maybe probably eight years ago or something it was a while ago and uh, got me one of these gift packs and the, it's a small batch brewed in Edinburgh Scotland and uh, so you assume it's been going on for like a hundred years but it turns out they're only I think they only started in like 2011 and they're like they're they're completely like uh, distributed worldwide and it's the best best small batch brew ever. I think I have like 28 different bottles, empty bottles of different ones they have. Every time they come out with a new one, I try it. It's fantastic. So if you guys can get your hands on some Innocent Gum, definitely try that. Um, Okay, now to the knife. Andrew, you are so wrong (laughs) about that album. I mean, you know what? I don't even care about 535. I don't care that you know, cliche, uh, melodic things and tricks, it's like, oh man, I listened to that record straight through when it, right when it came out, and, uh, I've listened to it straight through several times since, I love the whole thing, even Mila, I love Orthodontist Girl, oh my god, they're so, they're so fun, you know what, you just don't know how to have fun, that's your problem, it's like, um, (laughs) <laughs> like 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 okay John Feldman does it in his own unique way. It's like yes, they can all be cliché and it can be this or that. It's over polished, over produced, whatever. But he did it and that's his form of art, like his art form the way he does it and I freaking love it. I think I think it's a great record. I I I honestly would listen to that over other Goldfinger records in a heartbeat. And uh, I like I like polished like you know what? Even that, like, I like Michael Bay films for crying out loud, you know? Like, that. there, 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 I've got it, <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh, whatever. It's because I know how to have fun. That's
2: All right.
1: <laughs> so... Fake news? Fake news. Um, so, first, let's talk about Innis and Gunn. Yeah. Um, we... I don't know. We might need to figure out how to get some of this stuff. It I'm looking looks... at
2: the Binnie's stock right now, and they got it. Oh, shit. A bunch of different kinds. I All feel right. like once I looked it up and saw the logo, I was like, that looks vaguely familiar.
1: It does but, look familiar um, to me, but the bottles look, bottles look cool.
2: Yeah. I'll check it out.
1: Barrel-aged uh bourbon barrel.
2: Porter brewed with molasses. I'm down with that. Mm. Um, This reminds me that... uh we usually plug local beers on the pod, as you were saying, and we yep. should come up with some sort of Chicago list for folks this week. That's Maybe we true. can do a post or something.
1: Yeah. Um, so speaking of local beer, uh, this is local to the Midwest, Ooh. but we were just in, both in Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Funny, uh, we got an email from our boy uh, Adam from North Carolina. I was... Emailing with him t- uh, today, and he was saying, he's like, I don't know if you guys are from Minnesota or if you're from you Chicago. You sure talk about we, it a lot. <laughs> yeah, no, we do. We talk about, we do talk about uh, Minnesota a lot. I grew up there. John grew up there. Up I have. We both have connections to yeah. Minnesota, but uh, I picked up a beer called. It's by from a brewery called Wild Mind, and they do artisan ales with wild yeasts. And this is it's called, and this is, we're bringing it all together. Okay. Uh, with the, the Scotland and the local beer. This is called Lock and Abbey. Nice. So, it's a Belgian triple. Okay. Let's see if I can get this. That was. Not impressive. <laughs> yeah, so it's a. This is a big, um, seven fifty milliliter. It's
2: like a champagne. Yeah. Bottle. But with beer.
1: It's eleven point eight percent. My so style. It's not fucking around. Nope. I'm gonna try and pour a little of this. Yeah. Um. So, John, let me let me ask you something. Uh huh. Um. Am I am I a fun guy? Do you think I'm do you think I'm fun or do you think I'm boring as fuck? I would say that you're fun. Okay. You know, so <laughs> does me not liking a particular Goldfinger album, um does that have any does that weigh on my inability to have fun? Does
2: you know, it... I feel like I've heard a version of this critique of us before. Including from my friend Tyler, as I said, um, that like we're not, um, we take pop punk too seriously. Yeah, or I don't even know if it's too seriously, but more just like snobby. That like we should oh, be.
1: Fuck that. <laughs> you know, I th- I think there will probably be people out there who would think that if if we listened MXPX, we're not snobby enough.
2: I mean. Yeah.
1: We're like, we're not, that we're, that's, you know, I grew, we've covered this um, to the nth degree, but like, because I told you growing up that I had a buddy who's like, Christian punk, they're mute, they're, right. you, they can't, you can't be punk, and you can't be Christian, MXPX isn't punk, right. and, and it's like, well, who gets to decide what is and isn't punk? But let me tell you this just in like the last couple weeks two of my favorite bands dropped albums um Masked Intruder mm. being one of them and Teenage Bottle Rocket the other those bands are like the definition of fun pop punk yeah and like i i some people are like Uh, think it's, like, too straightforward. It it is very straightforward. Like, Teenage Bottle Rocket, especially, very um, Ramones-esque, just Mm straight-ahead, formulaic, you know, wailing away at at, uh, the guitar, and um, it's it's great. It's super fun. And both uh, Teenage Bottle Rocket and Masked Intruder are... Very heavily winky winky bands. Yeah, and they're I mean the whole the whole concept of masked intruder is that they're all criminals <laughs> breaking into people's houses and getting arrested and running from the cops.
2: I feel like there's a difference between winking and like a good joke. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> it's, a, it's a genuinely like funny thing. <laughs> it's, they,
1: it's a it's a it's a it's shtick and it's a thing. Right. And but also. Masked Intruder they combine pop punk with like 50's Mm doo-wop and they don't have to the the melodies that they craft are so pleasurable to my ears Uh that they don't have to throw in any of the millennial whoops because (laughs) they craft the songs to be interesting without them and they have such Fun, tight little guitar licks. Mm -hmm. And, you know, also I listened to like one of my top 10 albums of from last year was Andrew WK. Mm -hmm. He, all he talks about is like partying and having a good time. And it's like, so I don't take, I don't take things. Uh, I don't take things as seriously. I think as some people might think, and,
2: uh, I want to quickly say, what's yeah. the Under WK song from that record that you made me listen to? And I said I didn't remember it. Music is something. Music is worth living for. I listen to that like at it least once a money. week at full volume, and it just makes me so happy.
1: Oh, it's so. fucking amazing.
2: <laughs> so good. Yeah. Let me. <laughs> I didn't mean to get you on a We have to circle back to CJ at some point. Today.
4: <laughs>
2: it rolls so fucking good.
1: So we're not snobs. No, get down with <laughs> some Andrew WK dude. Super into it. I get wet. The wolf. Man, I'm I am super into Andrew W.K. Weird Al, for Christ's sake. I mean, I don't know what else you want from me. I. (laughs) Just because I don't like one Goldfinger record.
2: He's playing Ravinia this summer. Did you see that?
1: Oh, yeah. He's also. uh, Weird Al is also playing the. uh, The Minneapolis State Fair. Oh, that's fun. You should go to that. Oh,
2: for sure. Have you been to the fair? I haven't. It's so fun.
1: Yeah. It's. Would you would you go up to the state fair and um, see Weird Al?
2: I might we might have to figure this out.
1: Oh, be so fucking that'd sweet fun. and like be it's, it'll probably be like a million degrees. Yeah, probably. Everything is, smells like fried food. The fair is so great though. Yeah,
2: I feel like people who don't understand what a big deal it is or like state fair, but it's it's amazing.
1: Yeah. Anyway. And I'm sure a Minneapolis State Fair is a little bit different than like an Iowa State Fair. Yeah, I'm sure there'll be some. I'm knowing Minneapolis, I'm sure they have some vegan options there. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, shout out to uh, Foxy Falafel. Have you Ooh. been to Foxy Falafel? No. God, oh, man, it's it's becoming one of my new. When, I'm a creature of habit, so anytime I go to Minneapolis, I need to hit up the same places. Okay. But Foxy Falafel, they like they they have such awesome. They like make gluten free and vegan options and stuff, and they have like this spicy sauce for all your uh, falafel sandwiches. God,
2: have so. you been to Jay Selby's? Of course. Okay, we yeah. went there on
1: this last oh, trip. Oh yeah, I just went. So yeah, uh, Minneapolis all about. All about that that uh, vegan friendly food and right. it's such a good foodie culture up there. It is. Really into it. Okay, let's um, <laughs> get back to. Okay, I'm fun. I hate Goldfinger. Evidently. All right.
3: All right. Okay, Andrew, I came across a little harsh there, but uh, you think? You know, I just wanted to sum this up <laughs> a little more, and uh, you know, no hard feelings or whatever. But I. Uh, huh. I, I just, I was listening to uh, you talk about, you know, Jerry Finn being so missed and bummed out about that. And it's like, you know, like, but Jerry Finn was the overproducing master. I mean, he almost created that. And how can you love Jerry Finn and not love what John Feldy does, which is basically copy what Jerry Finn was doing? Um, or not copy, but, you know, they, they have the same taste. It's like very similar taste, which is super polished, super produced, perfecting everything. And uh, that's why I like what John Feldman does. I love it. I think it's fantastic. And um, I think that's uh, I think that's it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I did uh, about the film. I know you guys are going to hate me for liking Michael Bay films. But guess what? I also like uh, like P.T. Anderson films, you know? Like I um, recently watched uh, There Will Be Blood again. And I fucking love that movie that movie is so good i could watch that thing i i just watched it like a week ago and i could watch it again it was freaking fantastic and i watched uh 2001 with my wife for the first time and she yeah. was like uh well no i it was her first time i had seen it a couple times um and uh trick we sat through that thing and she was with it till the last 25 minutes or so like then it was like what the fuck
2: the best part going on here
3: but what a great film. So, I mean, I like I like uh, thoughtful, artistic films, and I also like having fun and watching Michael Bay films <laughs> and listening to overproduced music occasionally. I think there's room for all of it. All right, guys. Peace out. Make Pod for Life. Oh, yeah. The new gear looks fucking fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if you guys ship to Canada. Uh, yeah. I guess uh, I could find out. Yeah, I so, think yeah. we should. Uh, good luck with all that stuff. It looks fucking rad. Can't wait to get my hands on some.
1: Uh,
2: all right. Tulu <laughs> Thanks, buddy.
1: Okay. So here's the thing. Like, you're looking at things in a black and white kind of way. Like, why would we hate you for liking Michael Bay? And why we, why do I have to be not fun because I don't like <laughs> the knife, you know? Sure. And, and to, to your how can you say how can I love Jerry Finn? I'll tell you how. Green Day, Dookie, mm-hmm. Rancid, Now Come the Wolves, Jawbreaker, Dear You, Sum Forty One, All Killer No Filler, Blink One Eight, Two Enem Out of the State, Bad Religion, Process of Belief, Alkaline Trio, Good Morning. These are fucking iconic records. Those okay, and some of them are poppier than others. He doesn't have Jerry Finn doesn't copy paste a single style onto every band. Sure. You know, Enema doesn't sound like Ever Passing Moment, which doesn't sound like Dookie, which doesn't sound like an Outcome of the Wolves. Those bands are not the same bands. Mm. I mean, he was he was a great producer.
2: Sure. You're suggesting that everything Felly produces sounds exactly the same.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean just if we if we look at um some of the artists that I talked about yeah. um you know Blink 182's California and then like Good Charlotte Atreyu Five Seconds of Summer, Mayday Parade, a lot of these bands there is a very rigid plasticky overproduced kind of sound quality to it. Mm-hmm. Um and here's the thing, like I don't know, maybe maybe I have this feeling about uh you know, mid 90s to early 2000s pop punk. Maybe that's my vein, you know? I don't know. And but you can't you can't say that uh, I, th- I do think that Feldy has a style and I think if you look at a lot of the bands that he's produced in recent years, you know, there's not a lot of divergent uh, style.
2: Yeah. In term- I, I'm just, I'm looking at, this is the last time I'm going to mention Tyler, but he just feels so passionately about this. He texted me.
1: Well, he um, also <laughs> thinks that before everything and after is the quinti- is the. Yeah.
2: So it lines up. Yeah, um, but he well, said, what,
1: "Was it the 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 best <laughs> album of two thousand three, yeah. or or like the most important album of the 2000s what Well, he also
2: it? said two thousand three was the the best year for music, oh, <laughs> like of all true. time. That's that's true. That's what it was. <laughs> but he said, "You um, uh, reduced the Godfather to yeah. He produced a ton of big punk albums. You know, Scorsese made some fucking movies too." <laughs> Anyway, he feels very passionately he, about it. So he
1: thinks he thinks Feldi is like the godfather? Yeah. Or, I or think
2: that's a term that people use, some people use about his sort of producing.
1: I don't know, man. I so but here's here okay, this is the last thing I'll say. Um so who knows what Jerry Finn would have done in twenty nineteen? Maybe he would have gotten down with some of the 2019 trends. Maybe not. Um, but all I know is that I would rather listen to any of these Jerry Finn albums that I just listened than The Knife. Sure. Case closed. Case closed. <laughs> so, CJ, no hard feelings.
2: We will ship your stuff to Canada. I'm
1: not yes. somehow. Also if you want to listen to the knife while you watch a Michael Bay film. Sounds great. I'm not going to yuck your yum. You know, you you do you. <laughs> I like um, that. Yeah, it's I'm I'm as I'm getting older, I'm trying if like this is just my taste. Yeah. If somebody doesn't like like people we do, we've had to defend teenage politics. Yeah. A well, lot if people don't like that. They're wrong, but I mean <laughs> <laughs> It's just fact. Yeah, it's just fact. Um, but you know, we've we that's not everybody's taste. And even though you know we feel like it is like the quintessential MXPX record, um, you know that's that's your that's your problem. That's it's just how we get down. Mm-hmm. And so, if you you know want to listen, you know, go watch some transformers or the rock or Ooh, the rock the rock <laughs> with the exception of Nicolas cage oh don't accept him he's great
2: jamming the syringes oh my god his... <laughs>
1: yeah
2: oh man yeah, what a pretty, movie i yeah. saw it in the theater when i was 13 and i was just like oh
1: my god how did that how did you get how did you get away with that i don't know you just sneak in there i had i had my ways you, you go buy go buy a ticket for like the wedding singer and Probably. then you sneak in to see that
2: i do remember distinctly buying at the mall of America movie theater a ticket to 101 dalmatians and going to see scream <laughs> which was a good trade-off
1: yeah i i was too good for that man yeah, I was. T- I, I never s- I never snuck into a movie.
2: Just just lied to the dare teacher, <laughs> the dare true. cop.
1: It it my in fifth grade. I was going down the road, the road to hard crime. Yeah, yeah. Lying to law enforcement. <laughs> <laughs> oh
2: boy. Um. Okay. Are there Other knife thoughts. Uh,
1: no. Yeah, we do some more. Some more uh, hate for me. Hey guys, I'm listening
5: we'll episode, and first of all, I just want to say, John, way to throw down some shade at Tom C. Holy cow, that had me cracking up this morning. Um, let's see, so Juliana's Theory, that would be fantastic. I really think that, like, emotion is dead, and love would be the only ones that needed to be covered.
1: So we might need to, I don't know, do we need to... Explain what this means?
2: Did we? I forget. Wait, this was only in the bonus. I think content. this is only for the
1: Patreon. Have we talked at all about? I don't think so. Oh, is this the time to do it? <laughs> Should we wait until after? Let's listen to the rest of okay. it now. <laughs> we'll tease everybody. Okay. Um, it
5: would be cool to do some further things forever too, especially since there was you know the Chris Caraba first album, and then um, when Jason took over, it was like I actually listened to him on a podcast, and he was trying. Um, make himself into Chris Caraba in Further Seems Forever and then he realized that that's not what he wanted to do and so he like rewrote the album and it is an awesome album so I think that that's definitely worth talking about. Um, I haven't got through all of the analysis of the full finger yet um, but yeah, Andrew, you're pretty harsh. Um, you know, it is what it is. Like To me, it's definitely formulaic i definitely think that Feldy um writes it, and it may not be you know my status but fuck man who did it his job there's a reason he does what he does so um i just think you know it's like a fun album and something to listen to and just rock out on and um you know enjoy uh it's fantastic so looking for the, the rest of what you guys have to say um also john um Remember that your uh, openers were really good on your list. Um, play it loud being in there—it it, like makes my heart happy. Um, and I never sent you guys my ultimate playlist. Um, no, you didn't. I took it very seriously, much like the cover thing. Um, and so I tried to like you know rearrange and and get the perfect um, order of the playlist. Well, set list. Sorry. Um, so I might finish. That today and share it with you later. Um, but hope you guys have a fantastic week. Um, I'm sure you'll hear from me again. And now, like, is it usually like we're in two weeks away, technically, even though it's still almost three weeks until um, we see you? Anyway, it's not me being complicated. Love you guys. Next to for life.
2: Thanks, everyone
1: So that should give you an indication of how long ago this message was. <laughs> um, we still have not received any of these lists. <laughs> I have to so, get them in person. She said we would definitely be hearing from her again. Hmm. We did not. <laughs> so, I really hope they play play it loud. By the way, that would be dope. I'm excited about that idea now. Um, yeah. So, and we'll get into this talking about the uh, the B movie. Yes. Um, and the ACEP. Some interesting thoughts from your boys hmm. on. Some of these before everything and After Cuts. Yeah. So um John, should we She was talking about the Juliana Theory and Further Seems Forever. Yeah. So first let's talk about those sure. two bands. Um Further Seems Forever. Did you listen no? A little bit. Not super well. How to Start a Fire. Yeah. Um Jason Gleason, I believe is was the name. Um they had their first three albums they had three different lead singers
2: interesting um i knew about the the dashboard connection but yeah
1: so chris kraba um uh, did the first record um but jason gleason that that opening
0: let's set this city ablaze Mm -hmm.
1: um
0: burn down the monuments and build
1: that yeah, sounds it's, familiar. It's so his voice on that record is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh so Juliana Theory, did you did you get down with them back in the day?
2: I did. I think we, we talked about this in our in our bonus content that we did. most people didn't hear, but
1: I'm pretty sure that's where we talked about it.
2: Yeah, I think you're right. Those those two records she mentions are, are the ones I knew the best for sure. Yeah. Um, emotion is Dead being the main one, which yeah. I think was the case for most people. Um,
1: I fucked with love
2: mm-hmm.
1: when it came out and still to this day, Okay. it holds up so well, such a solid record.
2: Yeah. I, I dropped some skepticism about how well Emotions Dead would hold up and then we listened to it and I was like, oh, this rolls. So <laughs> I think April is right. Yeah. Maybe we'll just, maybe we'll get into the full explanation of where we're headed in a future episode. but give a little okay. tease now. Okay. So what we're talking about doing. Yeah. Is not wrapping up forever, but you yeah. know, putting putting it on the shelf for safekeeping, the MXPX uh, exclusive uh, content here at MagPod. Yeah, and broadening our horizons a bit in a second season that would expand beyond exclusively MXPX. So
1: yeah, so I think if we're all being honest with ourselves, and um, why wouldn't we be? Yeah, why would I lie to myself? <laughs> Um, to quote, which we need to, okay, I'm going to completely derail this, um, conversation because this is something that 100% needs to be talked about Mm. right now. So, um, why would we lie to ourselves, dude, is a line from from Bill and Ted. Okay. Which is coming back. Because Bill and Ted three. Yeah. Why else would you think I'd be bringing that up? (laughs) It's coming back next year.
2: Yeah. I got to say, I saw, I mean, obviously, Alex Winter,
1: Keanu Reeves.
2: Well, we saw, we know what Keanu looks like. He's still around. And I saw a picture of the two of them. Keanu's looking good. I don't know, man. (laughs) I mean, he's got, his face is a little bit rounder. I mean, he just, he looks like an older guy, whereas Keanu, you know, still looks real good. Anyway, it was just a jarring moment. I was like, oh. Bill, or which one is he?
1: His, <laughs> I think he's Bill. Yeah, he's Bill S. Preston Esquire. <laughs> yes. Um. Anyway. Yeah, I'm. I'm so. I'm excited. Because they've been putting this off. This, <laughs> they, this has been in conversation for many, it's been many while. years. It's yeah. been a while. They they weren't going to do it until there was a script. Yeah. And, you know, and, and Alex Winter has mostly been doing documentaries and stuff first. Interesting for a while and it's, it's, sorry i was just been, he's been doing documentaries for a, for a while
2: i think it's hilarious that we we put off announcing <laughs> a huge thing like a second <laughs> season to go deep into bill and ted
1: I, so on brand for us no i love so, it sorry i had to <laughs> the that moment in bill and ted when they're like coming face right. to face themselves like it's like what if we're lying it's like why would we lie to ourselves, dude? That's
2: bogus journey,
1: right? No, that's the first that's one. That's the first one? Okay. Yeah.
2: Well bogus journey a lot of people hate on, but I, I ride pretty hard
1: for that one. I, I ride hard for Bill and Ted yeah. and it's it is it is pre uh it is pre Wayne's world. Right. And Yeah. I mean, it was it's that the whole like
0: no way! Excellent, right. you know, yeah, like yeah. that.
1: That's sort of, you know, in kind of Southern California, uh-huh. but like Aurora, Illinois. And then Aurora, <laughs> Illinois, for for whatever reason. Um, anyway, I digress.
2: Yeah. So season two. <laughs> season two.
1: Um, we. I was gonna say, why would we lie to ourselves? the The whole point of. I think we have covered the ground that we need to cover with MXPX. And if we continued, we would just sort of, like, be driving it into the ground (laughs) and trying to cover every last possible thing that Mike or the band is, like, MXPX adjacent to. We got a a couple other things, perhaps. We have some other things. We're not done with MXPX yet, but... We're just starting to get this, you know, prime priming it up, trying to think outside of this um, bun. Yeah, th- we're thinking outside the bun. Uh, we're we are going to be focusing on Taco Bell. <laughs> it's Taco uh, um, <laughs> Bell. Exactly. Um, we're going to be. A magnified pod supreme. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> Will be all all of the same typical ingredients, just rearranged <laughs> in, a, sure. <laughs> in a very familiar way. Oh man. Um, but we've been reaching. We we floated this by our Patreon punks uh, to kind of get some of their feedback, and we've been get they've been we've been soliciting some of their feedback. Um. And so this is this is also part of what it means to be part of our Patreon punks that you get to help decide the direction of the podcast. Essentially,
4: mm-hmm.
1: what we cover, future content. Um, you know, we had polls about kind of what kind of merch you'd like to see. So, uh, but it's it's all it's a collaborative thing, and um, we. I think we're going to eventually start going in a in a different direction, but of a, a similar direction, if yeah. that makes sense. We're not we're not moving out of the Christian uh bookstore alternative universe no. just yet. It's too good a universe. It's and John, do you to wanna life. do you wanna break the news about this universe?
2: <laughs> well, I mean, I think what we're talking about doing is several bands. So kind of going through bands with shorter discographies so we're not spending you know a year on the next band um
1: you mean not doing 36 episodes (laughs) about one band
2: right right that whole thing uh which we could easily do with five Iron frenzy who may or may not be one of the bands Mm -hmm. um but yeah bands who have a shorter discography or choosing some select albums from some specific bands
1: right um Um, so so, (laughs) we we talked uh in John and I had has conversation about like what bands would we would we want to talk about and mm-hmm. um, one of the one of them that I that I brought up was Joy Electric mm-hmm. and Joy Electric has uh, an outrageous discography. He Ronnie Martin has. Uh, an obscene amount of albums and EPs, and we could easily uh, we could easily go on for another year just covering yeah. the Joy Electric uh, discography. But I I I came up with different podcast names, and one of them was Pod Machine Joy yeah and because he has 14 full-length <laughs> records it's a lot it's so lot so much it's so lot it's so lot. it's so a lot guys and so many eps and he's been around since 94 so it'd be but uh yeah so there are there and there may be some ideas that we have dropped along the way mm. that may be part of yeah this conversation so stay tuned stay tuned uh, and if you want to be part of the conversation about the direction of the podcast, we'll just keep plugging the Patreon. Yeah. And, um, you know, it starts at $1 a month. Yeah. Be a Patreon punk. That's right. Uh, you get, uh, it's, you don't get many of the same perks sure. as other levels, but, um, still get to be a part of the conversation and, and mm-hmm. help make some decisions. So anyway, um, let's move on to some other voicemails because uh, I, I'm i not alone in my opinion.
6: What's up, guys? Your boy Danny Stairs calling uh, just to voice my, um, my agreement with John and everything he's saying about this album, uh, this Goldfinger album being overproduced, having too many wallows. Uh, with the five three five you know I know that bit... Andrew just hates it but John or Andrew just loves it but John and I hate it uh just kidding I know That's what, I was just pull the April there uh, <laughs> but I do agree with Andrew that this album just feels too slick, trying too hard to make hits uh, and as a result just not hitting anything with me um maybe a lot of people are you know shallow like that like John is um, and they like this kind of stuff but I want I want to feel something real and all of these come off feeling plastic. Um, and if I wanted plastic, I'd get back with my ex. You guys know what I'm talking about. For <laughs> life.
2: Uh, Danny oh. stairs with another opinion. Yes. I oh, know.
1: I I love episode thirty six. Danny stairs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's it it is it it brings me so much happiness to finally, after almost a year of <laughs> like 9 months of doing this podcast. We've been doing this for uh 9 months. We've been almost recording for a year. Yeah. But um it's amazing that Danny Stairs is finally starting to let some of his opinions come through. <laughs> but uh yeah, man, I it's and and I I think I think you and I I think I'm a little bit more uh a little harder on the record than you are, but I think we have some agreement in some areas. Yes. So (laughs) but it felt nice to have a little bit of a Yeah. Little little validation. Sure. Um so some more Danny stares. What's
7: up guys? And Dad just
1: calling to
6: um address the issue of calling me Danny. Um Mm -hmm. historically, yes, I have not cared for the name Danny uh stems from my childhood. There was this annoying motherfucker who used to call me Danny, and I hated his guts, and so I never liked to be called Danny. Uh, I'm rather more fond of the two of you, so I actually don't mind when you call me Danny. Uh, I guess it was less about the name Danny, more about just that guy was a piece of shit. So you guys are not pieces of shit, uh, despite your... Uh, lack of knowledge about mxps uh, magpie for life get the fuck out of here <laughs> this
1: fucking guy <laughs> oh man thanks well, buddy well i'm glad
2: that we are uh not pieces of shit <laughs> yeah a well, to whoever that
1: whoever that guy is fuck that kid yeah for real that guy's a piece of <laughs> shit uh, um uh all right we have we have some brian mm.
7: Hey guys, this is uh, Brian Walker B. Um, anyway, just, uh, listen to your show last week. It was last Monday. Played it. Just updated it off of Spotify. Anyway, um, lesson. Well, we've got about a week and a half before the show in Chicago. Can't wait to see you guys be Boom. there. See Mike and the band. Boom. Anyway, um, after listening to your show, um, there's a few things that you mentioned that I was going to kind of comment on. Um, But before that, uh, here's something I was thinking about is if MXPX did not have the Poconatra Pump, like their um, logo, do you think they'd be as popular as they are right now? Um, Because you see a lot of people getting the Poconatra Pump uh, tattoo and everybody noticing it, but if they did not have that, what do you think about that? Anyway, um, next thing I was going to mention was uh, you guys mentioned if there was a set list. My personal set list I'd like to see is maybe them start out like Sting from Fiasco, but start with just That's the right. bass, where the bass comes in, and then go straight into Cold Street. Next one, of course, off their new album, Rolling Strong, Friday Tonight, Let's Ride, um, Uptown Street. Maybe towards the end, have like the way we do or a uh, moment. Uh, love to hear the PXPX. They love the song. Yes. Um, heard that sound, but only if Five Iron plays with them, the horns. Mm-hmm. um and of course end it with a punk rock show um and then another comment I had to um mention about a cover song I've always thought it'd be so cool if some band ever redid the uh CR McCall's convoy what do you think about mike redoing convoy as a punk album punk punk song i don't know kind of cool I think it'd be pretty cool anyway uh, and then my comment on the Feldy and the, with the Goldfinger, I bet you anything he probably gets uh, royalties for that millennial wolf. That's probably <laughs> why he does it so much. Anyway, uh, Magnified Pod for Life. Uh, see you guys here in about a week. Bye.
2: That's right. Thanks, Thanks, Brian. Brad. That's a lot of good good content he right has there a in lot, that voicemail. He has
1: a lot of takes. See, th- this is how you do it,
2: folks. <laughs> it's like Poconetra style. You get in, yeah. pack a punch, That's get right. out of
1: there. You... <laughs> You know, it's, it's almost like, um, it's, you know, Brian and Riker know how to leave voicemails. (laughs) They have, they know what they're going to ask. They know what they're going to, they're getting in, they're getting out under three minutes. He's (laughs) got, you know, he, he had like four separate things to, to talk about. It's true. So let's talk about the PX punk. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was an interesting idea because, because so like, It's a it's a separate thing from the band itself in a sense because it's like the music rather because it's it's part of the branding it's it's the association so it's like it's like the Descendants
6: you know the the little Milo Milo,
1: his the little Milo thing or um, or any other you know like screeching weasel screeching weasel or even teenage bottle rocket they have the the skull. And the rocket like logo mm-hmm. um, on the front of every single one of their records with a different color, so it's all about branding, and so I I don't know I think it's uh, or you know like Black Flag there's the bars like mm-hmm. they're like all like iconic symbols yeah, I, so it's 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 part of like I think that's something that people like about yeah. music that, that's something they can associate with the band something that like. You see and you automatically know. Yeah. I mean, I've seen people comment about like they see somebody with a PX Punk head tattoo and then they're like, they automatically know. Yeah. Like, oh, man, that's somebody who I could probably connect with. Right. So I don't know. I feel like without taking away from like the popularity of the band, there's I, I do think there's something there. For
2: sure. Yeah, I, don't, I hadn't considered that either, but I feel like it certainly doesn't hurt um, keeping them beloved and in the conversation to have that sort of reminder. I feel like it was so good to see him on the cover of the self-titled record, yeah. because everybody's like, I know who that guy is. Right. Like, I'm in for a good time. When
1: we heard that John Nissen was doing the cover, yeah. we're like,
2: fuck yes. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I think you're right, that to have a, a signifier or an iconography can only help prolong the, the the fan base around it but i mean I'm, it's
1: not it's not required i mean no, you think about kind of shows up here and there yeah you think about like you know the beatles didn't have like sure you know like a mascot right because I mean, that's kind of essentially what what we're talking about here yeah
2: i remember drawing you know, the logos of the punk bands that I had memorized or the symbols or whatever. Sure. And I would draw the blink rabbit, you know, okay, who's kinda yeah, like yeah, skanking yeah. with his chain hanging out. And they got rid of the rabbit around, I don't know, Enema, they weren't really the using him anymore. place
1: of the smiley face.
2: Yeah. I th- yeah, did that I guess that came around with the self titled, right? Right. But like I don't know what I mourned the loss of that rabbit and um they said that it was like People felt it wasn't punk enough. <laughs> like in the early days some of the punker blink fans were like, Get the rabbit out of here but I I like that rabbit. Really. Anyway, yeah. once they lost it, I did lose a little something inside. So I'm glad the Pocahontas punk head remains.
1: Yeah. I I I don't I don't know what's wrong with the rabbit. I think it's He's great. I think it's great. He's it's, having a good time. Yeah. Uh yeah, the the smiley face i guess i don't know the smiley face is less it's less uh i don't know it doesn't have it doesn't have any what's the word i'm looking for um
2: je ne sais quoi yeah i guess so (laughs) i don't know now they kind of have the like capsule thing too i guess that's sort of their thing
1: well that i mean that was enema uh, yeah yeah so which is um we're looking at twenty years. All right. Uh Mark Hoppus said that they're gonna be doing playing enema Not with Tom. At Back to the Beach. They're okay. doing the full the full thing.
2: I feel like I wouldn't want to hear that with not Tom.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't yeah. Who's gonna sing who's gonna sing the aliens exist? Yeah,
2: certain I don't think Matt Skiba has the same passion for aliens. I don't think no. anybody in the world does
1: mom just, like who's gonna
2: do the uh yeah. all the things yeah, i don't know all I don't the small things
1: <laughs>
2: um
1: that i mean i was listening to that record today it's i mean minus the i need a girl that i can train it's a bummer it's a bummer uh I mean that's still a great record.
2: It is. That was the one we've covered this, but like that was the one where I kind of fell off because I was like, this is too overproduced and slick, and I miss the punk
1: roots. John, you're just not fun. I <laughs> know. You're, bo- you're boring. You you hate Michael Bay films.
2: <laughs> but when I go back and listening, listen to that. Opening a few seconds of like,
1: duh, 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 I'm like,
2: ooh, we're gonna have
1: <laughs> a great time now.
2: <laughs> yeah, then the drums come in. You're like, this is a new drummer.
1: Yeah, and he's
2: good. Um,
1: yep. Travis is alright.
2: Yep. Anyway, uh, Convoy covered by Mike Slash Tumbledown. <laughs> I'm down for that.
1: <laughs> I would be, I would be super down for that. I like and that. And I, I looked, I looked it up, and there is somebody does do a punk version okay. that doesn't surprise me of the song and and having a tumble down version of Convoy so for people who aren't familiar um, it would be 100% a- an awesome song yeah. for Tumbledown to do
7: uh, Breaker 1-9 this is a rubber duck you've got do- a copy on me
2: big who does fan? the Come punk on? version uh, Not yeah, a band heard 4, big Ben for sure, for sure. By golly, it's clean, clear to Flag Town. Come on. I just want to play a little bit. Yeah, it's
4: a Big pin for All
2: right, our Here picture. we go. With We're a reefer on, there's Jimmy go. hauling hogs. We is heading for Bear on I-10, about a mile out of Shaggy Town. I says, Big Ben, this here's a rubber duck, and I'm about to put the hammer down. All right, so. Very Johnny
1: Cashian. It's a band called Some Dogs, and from what I can tell, they are a a punk band from the UK. That fucking fiddle. Yeah, great. Sounds so great. I think a
2: tumbledown version would sound different enough that they no, should I, pursue I think, it.
1: I think a tumbledown song, uh, it would be cleaner than this. Yes. This is this is dirty. This mm-hmm. is like this sounds kind of like some street punk or something like that. But yeah. that fiddle sounds sounds super rad. Pretty good. Um.
2: Set lists.
1: Set list.
2: I mean, he said he he would open with Theme Fiasco, which you also had.
1: Yeah, uh, I, he's got a lot of. I think he was listing uh, li, uh, listing a lot of the new new record, stuff, which new I did st- too. Yeah, um, I mean, obviously, I'm super excited to see any of that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there. You know, I'm I'm happy that we have uh, people like me being somebody who who hasn't seen them. In a really really long time, um, I'm I'm gonna be thrilled to hear any yeah, goddamn song.
2: <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. So this is another reason why we're sort of transitioning away to a season two. Is this kind of feels like the culmination of it does everything sort of, of the right? last year for us. So. It
1: does. It does. Yeah. So like, um, not that we would never talk about them again. Sure. But that it just this feels sort of like, this is like the, the little the cherry. Yeah. It feels like we're. <laughs> kind of it feels it feels right yeah um but of course after the show we'll probably have some more stuff but like uh it it feels like the it feels like the right moment Mm -hmm. um so those are the voicemails all right
2: should we get spicy or should we get uh, i think we should get spicy okay
1: um but before we get spicy i need to i need to pee yep
2: so, you don't wanna do that after you get the spice on your hands
0: all
1: right john are you are you ready to get spicy?
2: I don't know if I'm ever gonna be really really truly ready for this.
1: No, I don't think so either, so. We are going to move into a segment. (coughs) Jesus Christ. I'm making all kinds of noise. Um, As I said at the beginning of the show, we are biting from the Hot Ones show on YouTube, which we've talked about Mm -hmm. ad nauseum on this. Um, Sean Evans uh, from First We Feast. They do... um, Oof. Too much beer. Um, I haven't even started (laughs) eating anything spicy. Uh, They interview celebrities, people of interest, uh, athletes, musicians, um, you know, uh, actors, actresses, comedians, you know, whoever. Rappers, whatever. Uh, And then they eat 10 increasingly spicy chicken wings. Uh, And it gets really interesting. Uh, But we... Don't have, we don't have ten different sauces. We have four. Yeah, have four, though. We have four, so we're gonna do four different sauces. Starting off with the perennial sriracha. Sure. Everybody, everybody. The common man's. Yeah, hot the con- sauce. the rooster sauce. Uh, this was actually one of the law. Lo- this was this used to be the the first. Sauce that they used on hot ones for okay. a really long time. and in recent uh, recent seasons they've been mixing it up, changing out the sauces while keeping a couple of the the staples. Um, but uh, then we have yellow bird, mm-hmm. habanero. This is actually one this is actually one of my staples at home. okay, I put. Yellowbird. So Yellowbird has – they're out of Austin. They have a habanero and a serrano one. Okay. That I, I put these – I buy these like three at a time. Mm-hmm. I, this has been one of my go-tos for a long time. I just really, really enjoy it. What's Great.
2: the what's the spice increase from sriracha to Yellowbird or to that particular one?
1: So um, – Sriracha, so we're talking we're talking Scovilles here. So Sriracha is at about twenty two hundred. Okay. Um, Scovilles and Scoville is a is a, essentially a measure of capsaicin, how hot something is.
2: Right, Professor John Scoville. Um, <laughs> yes,
1: he's, he's. I mean, it's probably not wrong.
2: <laughs> John Spicy Scoville. Yeah. as they call him.
1: So. Um, <laughs> but for yellow bird um so the the habanero pepper varies significantly in in terms of Scoville's. but uh this particular condiment they say it is between 15,000 and 54,000 scoville okay so it it varies wildly okay from because it's a natural product sure uh,
2: probably it, a, a decent jump between our 1 and 2 though
1: there's a it's a decent jump uh the, so what what i like about the yellow bird sauce is that it they have uh tangerine juice Ooh. in here so in addition to the heat there's it's that a, haze you love That's got the that haze <laughs> got it's got a little bit fucking of fucking haze got got the fucking haze bro um <laughs> It's got a sweetness to it. Um, this one, this next one, does not. <laughs> this next one is shitty. It's <laughs> what's it called? It's called it's called Pain One Hundred. The <laughs> old Pain Hundo. Yeah, Pain Hundo. So going from. Um, I'm sorry that you have to put your arm at like a ninety degree angle over right? these tots. I know, right? Uh, so this this one, I'm seeing forty thousand. Okay. So, this is this is definitely spicier. Yeah, this nah. might be
2: the one where I, I have to tap out.
1: You're gonna tap out at this?
2: I we'll see what happens okay. if I start seeing two Andrews.
1: Yeah, um, and we're ending it with <laughs> Dave's insanity sauce, and this is 180,000. 000... <laughs> Can I see that bottle? Yeah,
2: it's got a little thermometer on it, the insaneometer, and it's. One, two, three, four levels of five are, are filled in. So I think it makes you go insane is what it's saying. Yeah,
1: and this is at 180,000 Scoville, uh-huh. or 36 times hotter than a jalapeno.
2: Okay. I don't know about that one for old Johnny. We'll see.
1: All right, we'll see. Um, so what we're going to do is we have... We have now, after um, over an hour, an hour and a half of of, oh boy. of some stuff sitting out here, we have a field roast, mm. vegan Italian sausages. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if the camera can see. John, do you want to get a... Should we just get a baseline?
2: Sure. <laughs> Cheers. Okay. Mm. Nice they, and cold. Yeah, they say you should serve them... Really cold.
1: (laughs) The uh, field roast says ideally, with all of our food, room temp. (laughs) Yeah,
2: it's like an English beer.
1: Mm. I will say though, I love field roast. So good. The field roast. I was looking for their their wings. Mm. Couldn't find them today. Yeah, but you know their chipotle sausages, their celebration roast. Yeah, we've talked about that before. Hey, field roast. Yeah. Get at us. Yeah.
2: Um, you know, what are those like buffalo strips that Whole Foods has, like in the
1: deli? Oh yeah, the, those are real good. They're um, they're the Beyond Meat.
2: Right. Okay. They're but fucking so good. They're real good, but they're already covered in sauce, so that wouldn't have worked. For right. An no, I wanted today.
1: something baseline. Got so, some
2: tots here as well.
1: Got some tots. Oh man, nothing like. Ice cold tots. I've been snacking on these throughout the up because, like you, yeah,
2: like you've had them in your um, your pocket, your yeah. zipped pocket.
1: Hey John, can I have some of
2: your tots? I promise not to smash them.
1: Gosh.
2: <laughs> All right.
1: Okay, so how are we gonna do this? Here's what I think we need to do. Mm-hmm. So, I think we need to. I ask a question, um, you eat, okay, the thing then I ask then I you ask, and then okay. I eat the thing. okay. I don't think we should eat at the same time. okay, that sounds good because then I think it gives time for mine to wear off, sure, and I want there to be sort of that that moment, yeah. Um, or what do you think because on the show they eat at the same time
2: yeah I mean i my my concern was more are we gonna do one person all questions at once or trade off?
1: I think we need to trade off I agree with
2: that let's just let's just do that and see how it goes
1: all right so what we're gonna do because on the show on the show they they have everything covered in the sauce, but I think for this it's gonna be about kind of dunking yeah I think I think that's Correct. So, John, why don't we do a little, All right. little sriracha there? Okay. Then you can maybe show to the camera that you... Because we are going to put this on YouTube. Right. Which?
2: What should I go? I'll start sausage. I think you need
1: to go. This, the sausage.
2: All right. I have dipped my sausage <laughs> into the sriracha.
1: Boom. Um. And so for this first question, we're going to... It's kind of a series of playing on the same theme. Mm-hmm. Um
2: mm. nothing wrong with Sriracha.
1: No, there's nothing wrong with Sriracha. So we're gonna start off a little easy. We're gonna play a little game of fuck Mary Kill. I like it. Okay. Um uh so oh you're going back in with the with the tot.
2: I mean I still can on this round, so yeah. I might as well.
1: Okay, so we have we're going we're going Parks and Rec theme here. Okay. This is gonna ready? be tough. This is gonna be tough. Fuck Mary Kill, Leslie Nope, Ann Perkins, <clears throat> April Ludgate. Whew. Okay. This is gonna say a lot about you as a person.
2: <laughs> Mary Leslie.
1: Oh gosh, yeah.
2: I can't I would want her in my life. Yeah. I feel like we are both Ben Wyatt, so. Yep. Um, this
1: this is a tough choice. <laughs> Um, this is why i chose it because it's good, it's, a, good. it's hard it's a hard one
2: um you know i don't i don't want to kill ann perkins but i think that's what i'm doing
1: yeah i think that's the right choice yeah and i mean uh yeah
2: you know what, what other answers left and i have no
1: problem with that one so. <laughs> okay so follow up alternatively Ben Wyatt, okay. Chris Traeger, Andy Dwyer. Perfect. I mean, this
2: is this is easy for me. Mary Ben. Yes. Obviously, gonna fuck Chris Traeger. <laughs> oh, um, you're
1: gonna murder Andy. It hurts me, but oh, I'm not gonna God.
2: pass up a, a Rob Lowe get
1: down. That's that's fair. <clears throat> okay, and then to go to a Harry Potter related. <laughs> this is good. Your questions are better than mine. Voldemort, Lucius Malfoy, <laughs> Dolores Umbridge. Oh boy. Okay.
2: Okay. Let's see. Boy. Who are you um, marrying? Marrying Lucius, because, like, yep. he's, he's... He's hooked up. Well, yes. And buried deep under all that is maybe a teeny tiny bit of decency, which yeah. I don't think is
1: true. The he's other a two. fucking coward, though.
2: He is a coward. Uh, that would be tough on our marriage. Um, but, you know, <laughs> we'd survive.
1: So who are you fucking between Voldemort and Dolores Umbridge? You know,
2: Voldy's got some some smooth <laughs> snake skin. <laughs> going on okay i think you gotta kill umbridge over
1: voldemort i'm sorry that's interesting Um, yeah that's interesting you don't think you don't think Dolores has some some kink if she does i don't want to know about
2: it all the kittens are watching me it's like i got pink um you know and negligee is going all over the place uh i don't think i'm, I'm i'd rather <laughs> lay down with the uh, with tom riddle himself
1: okay interesting
2: <laughs> these are these are really good ones okay good so job. that
1: was that was my mine my, suck Nope. oh come on no that was <clears throat> okay let me get down with some of this sriracha it's
2: pretty pretty spicy let me know what you think all right we're gonna start off uh easy okay mm-hmm. Um, continuing the Harry Potter theme, mm. it's a basic question. God,
1: this is so good.
2: <laughs> it is good. But uh, which Harry Potter Which which Harry Potter? Which <laughs>
1: Harry Harry Potter? Um,
2: what did we say the other day? Like the the worst coast or the I don't know. You said something funny. Who cares? We're, uh, we're hilarious. We are so funny. <laughs> um, which Harry Potter character do you identify most
1: with, and why? Ooh, which do I identify most with? Um, Need another tot. You know, I think interestingly, I identify with a character who is not in my house. Okay. I think I identify most with Luna. Me too. Boom. Cheers for Luna heads. So Luna is. Um, she's a Ravenclaw. Yep. And John and I both identify as Hufflepuffs. Yeah. Much to the chagrin i don't know like people give a shit for being did you see
2: pete pete budajeg is a huff
1: his husband pete Buttigieg. <laughs> i don't uh, know how to say his name Buttigieg. yeah Buttigieg. uh he his husband called him out as a as a hufflepuff a huff. i think we need I, a
2: huff in the white house i'm just saying
1: <laughs> hey so just so you know get ready because this is you're you're on top of things okay, cool, but anyway cool. so um <laughs> Luna is she's misunderstood mm-hmm. she's genuinely decent and kind yeah she and would love teenage politics <laughs> nobody understands her Luna Luna is so much uh, you know people people are studying humans at Hogwarts <laughs> and and she's uh, people are ob- ob- observing this girl na- named Luna with their eye yeah yeah
2: with the glasses on
1: yeah with the specter specs yeah I don't know. she's she's just a sweet, kind, genuine, conscientious, thoughtful person. Yeah. It's it's almost weird to me that she's not a Hufflepuff.
2: Yeah. I mean, there's some fuzziness around all of it for sure.
1: Well, you know, it's also because there is an element to the sorting hat where you have yeah. some say in what house you go into. Right. And I think her her curiosity Yeah. Is part of the Ravenclaw for sure aesthetic or kind of their deal, but
2: she can also figure out uh the gray lady's questions on the portrait where uh-huh. the Gryffindors can't when they're trying to get in there, so that's right, she knows stuff, she knows the deal. She's I'm just gonna say one more thing about Luna, I know you're answering this question. No, this but, is a um, conversation, yeah, okay. So she, um, I think we've talked about Myers Briggs on the show already, probably, yeah, but on the like which Harry Potter character is which type she's an infp which is my type which sure. i feel like i feel the most like luna but probably she's really like who i aspire to be sure. like i
1: don't know if i am i'm a in that test i'm actually ron weasley okay which one is that um e enfj okay let me see um uh, let me see if i can find it real quick i could see you being a ron
2: but you don't uh, like fun, though, no, and e- he does like fun. So E-F-S-P. Be... E-F-S-P. I-N-F-P is me, so okay.
1: Gregarious, optimistic, up for anything. Ron is a classic E-S-F-P, uh, known as performers. Ron loves the spotlight, as evidence, when he briefly becomes a Quidditch hero. Sure. Slash <laughs> guitar hero, if you're injured. <laughs> well, that's that's the thing about being an artist or an actor or a musician. You love being in front of people. Right. You want people to look at you. You want people to see you. And there's there's a validation there. Sure. Yeah. It's not there's it's not inherently great, but sure. If you're an actor a performer, an artist, yeah. There's there is a l- level of narcissism that exists sure. that you want people to validate you. Yeah. Agreed. All right. Done with round one. Done with round one. How are you feeling? I'm I'm ready. You ready? One,
2: I, want, I want these tangerine notes.
1: Okay. Up in my business. Uh, here we go. That looks good. Oh, it's super good, man. Get ready. It's so it's my it's it's my favorite. Right, I also uh, prepared some because I'm already getting some of those mm-hmm. the drippy nose. Okay. All right. Put these mm. five presidential candidates in order oh. from most favorable to least favorable. So these 5 Democratic presidential candidates.
2: Okay. Not fuck Mary
1: Kill. <laughs> no, not fuck Mary Kill. Most favorable. Okay. So you start out with and of course keep in mind there are like 97 Democratic candidates. Okay. And so I had to narrow it down to 5. Sure.
2: This is going to open up. Yes. <laughs> I'm just going to say the answers and then move on.
1: No, no. I want to hear some reasons. (laughs) Okay, okay. Okay, and we're going in alphabetical Uh, order. Okay. Um, I can repeat them too. Cory Booker, Pete Buttigieg, Kamala Harris, Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren. Most. Let's start with most favorable. Cory Booker, Pete Buttigieg, Kamala Harris, Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren. (sighs) Man, I like.
2: I like them all in different ways. Um, You know, my heart says Cory Booker. Okay. I really like him. Vegan. Vegan. Um, I think he's, I don't know, man. I think he's got a good heart. Um, He does have a good heart. And I, I don't know. I like his sort of, um, I saw him speak once and it was like, the kind of talk that someone gives and you go, Oh, that person could easily be president one day. Yeah. Um, I, uh, man, <laughs>
1: this is hard. It is hard. I, I, I picked, I picked five. I, I honestly, I picked the five to me hmm. that are like the most compelling speaking to me Interesting. and compelling to me.
2: Um, you know, I'd probably put Kamala next. Okay. Kamala. Kamala. Harris, Kamala.
1: I, uh, it, like, this is... Dana and I are constantly reminding each other it's Kamala. <laughs> Kamala. Kamala. Be- because it's, it's so easy to say Kamala. Yeah. Kamala.
2: Kamala. Uh, this uh, hot sauce is good, by the way. Isn't it? Real good.
1: Fucking um, good.
2: I don't know that she... Um,
1: I don't know. I'm kind of like
2: over even predicting who has what, that what people will get on board with.
1: It's it's not even about that, man. No. It's about, it's it's who's appealing at this point.
2: Yeah. I think, you know, so there's, if you want to like analyze it, there's the Halloween mask test. Are you familiar with this? No. Going back, like as long as they're measuring it with just like the 60s or 70s or something, any candidate... Whichever candidate of the two nominees sells more Halloween masks oh before God. the election always wins. And I think that speaks to the idea that, like, really people just want a memorable person. Like,
1: that's pathetic.
2: It's very sad. Um, but think about it. Like, people are buying more Trump masks than Hillary. People well, you, are buying more Obama than Ron. You know what I mean? Like, it, like, makes sense on that level. Like,
1: but is that also just more like that the, the candidate, it I don't, oh, that's fucked up man that's a stupid <laughs> it's reason stupid. it's stupid i so think if stupid. you measure
2: it by that bernie is the one who wins cuz he's like a memorable character
1: he, he he certainly is more of a character than in the i mean aside from being the most popular politician yeah um okay so okay so we have cory yeah kamala
2: yeah um, then I'd go Buttigieg. Buttigieg. I think he's able to articulate with ease um, and communicate well uh, things that maybe typical
1: politicians have a hard time doing.
2: And I feel like that's maybe the most important thing. Yeah. When you get down to it.
1: Also gay, also Christian. Right. It With a compelling progressive Christianity Yeah. that I find... Uh, very interesting yeah. and authentic. And he's a Hufflepuff. And he's a Hufflepuff.
2: <laughs> so okay. Um, I go Warren next. Sure. Um, I don't think she's going to catch fire in the way that folks thought she might.
1: Um, no, I I agree. Sadly, I would, yeah.
2: I would really like to see a woman. If you're same looking at it in terms of who will beat. Trump, I don't know if it, if it, if a woman has a harder time, I'm not thinking about it that way right now.
1: (laughs) I do think because obviously Hillary had every uh, experience in terms of experience, in terms of uh, knowledge, in terms of everything, temperament, uh, even though she is flawed in many ways, had Everything over Trump, right? But yeah, it, so. still like I, I when I think Warren, I think I was telling Dana tonight. Then like I don't think she has the fire yeah. to come out, and she's she just doesn't have that punch, right? And even though I don't think that is fair, right? Even though I don't think that is necessarily. A, quali- a disqualifier for president. Yeah. I think going up like we're in uncharted territory. Nothing totally. about our experience right now with politics right now is normal or usual. Yeah. So, um I think Warren is extremely intelligent, has a lot of great ideas. Yeah. And I think going up against a blowhard like Trump, yeah. It's you know, and to go to your obviously your last choice, yeah, Bernie. Um, you had a lot of people who were pro Bernie who ended up voting Trump, um, yeah, because of either their hatred for Hillary or because they wanted somebody different. And he he is he's he 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 fills a room with yeah. his is he's he's out there he i don't know it's i don't think any of these five people that I've named would be bad yeah i think the 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 space right now has a lot of good yeah opportunity
2: it'll be really interesting to see what happens <laughs> yeah good question yeah um okay yes spice wise we're doing good.
1: Are you you doing okay? Oh yeah,
2: that one was great. Oh, I got it. I want to get this one now.
1: It's you can get it at Whole Foods. They have um a jalapeno, serrano, habanero, sriracha mm-hmm. and they also have a ghost pepper. I Oof. haven't I haven't seen that at Whole Foods though. I
2: wonder where that is at in the uh Schofield, whatever it's called. Scoville? Yeah, that one. All right, I covered, I covered this as much as I could. Yeah, you should, I mean, I might get back in there. Okay, this is another basic one. It's a classic kind of "Would you rather," mm. but I feel like it says something about you. Mm. <laughs> would you rather mm-hmm. die alone and sad at age eighty, yeah. or happy and surrounded by loved ones at fifty? Bearing in mind that the thirty years between fifty and eighty were generally pretty good.
1: What was going on with up to the years of 50? I assume pretty good.
2: <laughs> more.
1: And I realized I just leaned out of frame. <laughs> Get in um, there. Can you repeat the question again?
2: Would you rather die? I'm having more. Um, alone and sad at 80. Or happy and surrounded by loved ones at 50. I don't know if that means like purely the deathbed moment or like generally in your life, you're alone and sad. God.
1: This is hard because that's 15 years from now.
2: I know, man. That's 14 no- for me.
1: That's nothing.
2: <laughs> nope. <laughs> I started freaking out literally the night before my 36th birthday because it was the first time I'd really thought like, if you round up from thirty-five, you hit forty. Once I'm forty, I'll be just as close to fifty as I was to thirty. <laughs> just like sort of freaking out.
1: Yeah, um, I'm. I, I I started having these thoughts and feelings and conversations recently as I hit thirty-five. Sure. And my parents are um, rounding, rounding third. And getting close to seventy, mm-hmm. um, my dad will be um, sixty nine later this year, and um, I started having the conversation about this. It's like it's this year's the first year I started thinking about my parents' health.
2: Yeah,
1: and that's a f- it's 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 scary. It is, and it's shitty. Yep, and we have. Friends who are our age who have lost yeah. both of their parents. Mm-hmm. And I have both my parents, and my dad has both of his parents. Wow, yeah. Which is bananas. It bodes yeah. well for you. <laughs> sure, but also my mom has lost sure, both of yeah, her yeah. parents. Um, so just thinking about... Um, you know, I, I only... And always want to be surrounded by love. And nothing in life is a guarantee. And if I can experience my life, however short it may be or however long it may be, if I can have more love in it, hmm. then that's what I want.
2: That's good. I like that answer. Um, of
1: course, I would want to live longer. Um but let's say I live until 50 um, and let's say I live till 50 and both my parents are still alive yeah, but I don't have Dana right um, that like like that's that I hate I hate it yeah, I hate that thought yeah, that's tough. I don't like thinking about it and. Which is why we try and remind each other every day that it's it's all about it's all about love. It's all about every day, every moment and trying to be present. And it sounds cliche, but like literally that's all we have. Yeah. So it's good. It's you know, love every day. I like it. Yeah.
2: We, I was just going to say, I probably would have answered that way before I had kids. And now it feels like that's 30 years that I won't see my kids grow up and stuff, you know, if I went with 50. and But who's to say, like, maybe bad things are going on with the kids, so that's a risky take. Anyway, let's move on to pain. <laughs> are you ready? Um, I think I'm ready. Okay. Can you pass me that wild mind? Yeah, dude. I've been
1: working <coughs> on this all by myself. All right. Um All right, this how, is How can you prepare me for this? You can't.
2: <laughs> so this is this is the biggest leap. Yes, this okay. is a bit this
1: is a big leap. This is um what are we what are we looking at? Let me see if I can find Cuz I thought they said it was like 40 something. Sounds familiar. All right.
2: There it is. There's the pain. It's a thicken. Yeah, it looks looks painful. I see some, you know.
1: There's some seeds in there. Actual seeds. There are lots of seeds in there. I'm going to pour this milk. Yeah, prepare your body.
2: (laughs) My body is not ready. (laughs) It is not. (laughs) Hit me with it. I'm waiting for you to. Okay, okay, okay. Milk, milk, milk.
1: Yeah. Here we go. All right, ready? Ready. Get your, you're doing so, uh, sausage? Saucy.
2: How much, how much dab? Dab. We'll start with this. Okay. See how it goes. All Thumbs right, ready? up.
1: All right, John Potter. Mm-hmm. What does masculinity mean to you? Wow.
2: You know, it's not as bad as I feared. <laughs> I need to give it a moment. I'm referring to masculinity, of course, not the spiciness. <laughs> I'm gonna get that tot in there and see how that feels. It's not not spicy. <laughs> is it creeping? It's creeping. It creeps. In the back of the back of the tongue there. Yeah. It's working its way up. Give it another shot here. Could be that could be your biggest mistake. Yet. Perhaps. You know what? I like it. You like it? Yeah. The pain hasn't hit yet. My nose is sweating. <laughs> But, um, okay, masculinity. what does it what does masculinity mean to me? Yeah, mm, this milk is good. It's probably not very masculine. Um, <clears throat> I'm sniffling. <laughs> um, gosh, like, like,
1: what should it mean? What do I hope it means? what, what is what yeah, let's go with what? What does it mean to you, John Potter, to be a man? What is it that a man should be? What is...
2: I don't know that I would answer that any differently than what a person should be. Okay. Like... Interesting. Is that Does that sound like some bullshit or something?
1: No. <laughs> because I think I'm no. being
2: for real. I think there's much more that is similar between men and women than different, or however. You define yourself gender-wise. <laughs> it's really creeping now. Yes. <laughs> um... Is it? I feel like having the milk is kind of a cop-out, but, but it feels good.
1: Dude, whatever you got to do to get through. I'm actually,
2: I'm going to go back for more. Um, oh, shit. Yeah, buddy. This is, I, like, I like it. You said this one didn't taste good, right?
1: It's I think it, it's good. It doesn't have as much flavor. That's true. As the, the sriracha has that yeah. garlicky flavor. This one has that, like, sweetness and spice yeah, to the it. The
2: spice is the point with this one.
1: Yeah, this one is... Ooh. This one's a, this one's an asshole.
2: <coughs> that one hit me pretty hard just now, <laughs> swallowing that. Okay, masculinity. Yeah. Um, wiping off my forehead. <laughs> um, yeah, I think there's much more that is similar between genders than not. And so I don't know that I would say a man should be X any more than a woman should be.
1: <laughs> do you need me to pour you some more milk?
2: No, I'm good, man. I'm good. Okay. Um, I don't know. Should I expand on that? Or is that enough?
1: Yeah. Do you think, do you oh, think, Todd, hot, soak this up. <laughs> do you think a man needs to be a certain way? Does a man need to be strong? Does a man need to be like, have his emotions be a certain way?
2: No, I don't think so. This isn't a good answer, but my tongue is a little on fire. Okay. uh, That last, I shouldn't have gone back for the third try. No, you, this is why I was, Um, I was, I was surprised. Oh God. I think a a man should be, um, empathy. Yeah, but so should all people. Yeah. Just be a good person. That's my answer. Holy Jesus. (laughs) I, this is why I was surprised when you. I mean, the first two really didn't hit me as hard. The last one, I think, I got cocky. I you flew did too close to the you sun. You can't.
1: You can't be cocky. Now,
2: blew my water early. Now I gotta I have this insanity one. Yeah. All
1: right. Uh, here we go. Whoa! Just down that.
4: Mm.
2: Okay. Now we're getting real. Yeah. A couple of years ago, you found a folder of poetry you wrote when you were 15. Oh, Christ. <laughs> Do you remember the contents of any of those poems? <laughs> a pained look has crossed Andrew's face. Did you just go back? Oh, you just had a time. I just a Jesus Christ.
1: Uh. <laughs> um. Okay. The tip of my tongue. I'm having a hard time. Okay. Um. So. Oh my God. Uh. The. the uh, poetry <laughs> that I wrote. Um, from high school is what you're referring to. Yeah. Um. Uh, I wrote. Okay, let me tell you a story. Can't wait. Oh, oh God. Um. Sinuses. So there was this girl in high school. Um. Did you go talk to her? She was. She was not a short-haired girl. No. So why by that? But she had. A beautiful smile.
2: There are uh, literally tears coming down, falling right out of my fucking face right now.
1: <laughs> tears falling right out of your fucking face, bro. Ugh. Okay, I'm, I'm, this, is my, um, this is my milk. My rice milk. Um, how's it? How's it working? Uh, dude, go for the rice milk. Yeah, try it. a little, little bit of that. Try that. Oh, that feels great.
2: That's really good Oh my god It's nice and cold in that thermos That
1: vanilla rice milk Oh that's real good oh, the, the spice comes <laughs> right back <laughs> Jesus It's like Here um, it's better Psych I'm gone Psych Have fun asshole. <laughs> um, So there's this girl I'm not gonna name I'm not gonna name her name Okay But I was um, Obsessed With her mm. To a Extremely creepy degree <laughs> In high school Okay And I I wrote a lot of songs poems about her <laughs> have I heard any of these songs <clears throat>
2: these were non-recorded
1: um, they weren't recorded and um, but I did sing one to her <laughs> over I the I
2: just f- swallowed milk as you were saying that. over the phone
1: <laughs> when, what was her reaction um, thank you <laughs> oh man and dude, Jesus like, Christ. I'm not, I'm not defending myself at all. I was, I was um, a major creep um, to her. Thank you. Um, and I told her I loved her, oh boy. and she had a boyfriend. Oh no. <laughs> um, I was super, super intense. One of my <laughs> most really embarrassing and shameful moments. In was when she introduced me Um, we were friends and she introduced me to her boyfriend she's like Andrew I want you to meet my boyfriend whatever and I just looked at him and was like for now (laughs) and I just like laughed in his face and walked away harsh I was such an asshole and she's and later and later she's like what the
4: fuck
1: yeah (laughs) like what was your deal um I I made her a cake for her birthday. <laughs> okay. And brought it to her. Did it say something? I don't remember. I honestly don't remember. <laughs> but like I wrote on my binders oh geez that i love her (laughs) oh man and i was like i i was hard i was like it fell super hard for this girl are you still in touch with her no (laughs) she's like fuck that guy no like i haven't talked to her okay i haven't talked to her in probably 20 years are you facebook friends no i'm gonna befriend her i am not telling (laughs) you her name okay
2: oh no (laughs) fuck.
1: this is going off the rails yeah all
2: right. But what's the. Was there a particular poem that you remember that <laughs> you've heard about her?
1: Um. God. Um. When I first met
2: my dream girl. Do you remember that song? <laughs> uh, uh, what were they called? Um. Oh, shoot. You don't know who I'm talking about? No. She was drinking coffee and
1: talking about the world. Okay. So I just want to say that John and I both had pizza for dinner. <laughs> and I have. What can only be described as the phenomenon known as pizza mouth, <laughs> and I have layers of skin peeling off right now. <laughs> uh, Jeff- it.
2: Jeffrey's fan club. Were you down with them?
1: Oh, you know what? I had on Spotify, um, my you know Spotify how they have like. Every every Ugh. year they're like, hey, check out your, you know, yeah. uh, uh t- they have a they have something called Taste Breakers. Okay. And they had a Jeffries fan club song, uh, on in my in my uh, <coughs> is it She's So Cool? Is that her? Is that the one? I think Dream Girl. Or- That sounds good to me though. Love some horns. Anyway,
2: yeah, you can check them out later. All right. But okay. So what was the song? You don't remember?
1: Um, I it's it's I have a black book that I wrote all of my <laughs> okay. poems for her.
2: <laughs> she had her own book.
1: <laughs> Dude, I I had I like had a page that had a picture of her in it. It's super embarrassing. My, um, I don't remember. I honestly, all if, all right, I right. Fair, remember, fair if I could remember, if I could remember, well, if like, I, <laughs> if you had like, I, part of me would have been like, all right, I'll bring, I'll bring the book, and, but maybe a future. It's episode. super, it's super embarrassing. It's um, not good. No, <laughs>
2: well, <laughs> no one needs to hear it. This has yielded uh, plenty of good content <laughs> anyway. Yeah, uh, in eighth grade, my girlfriend. Um, I had not. We had not said we I love you to each other yet. You know, thirteen, fourteen, whatever. Sure. And um, but she would sign these notes to me. This is you with know with a heart. Well, these were the days we we shared the same desk in math class, but had it at different times. So we'd leave notes for each other. Oh shit! How romantic is that? Shit. That's fucking. And um, she would sign. I think I killed that. I'm sorry. Uh, and then I spilled uh, most of it on my computer uh <laughs> charger.
1: Um.
2: She would sign the notes, love ya, which, like, got me...
1: Super hard? Yeah,
2: super hard. (laughs) And on the phone one time, at the end of our conversation, I said, love ya, just hoping to keep it cash. Sure. And she said, okay, or something (laughs) like that. (laughs) Oh, Um, no! Because I was like... No! i'm gonna risk it but you don't a a human mouth doesn't say love you like it's not a thing you say really oh
1: no so
2: that was the last time i tried that
1: that's such a bummer that's tough that's super tough
2: we did not uh we didn't last real long
1: oh so you you were dating yeah yeah what year was this how old were you
2: eighth grade you know 13 oh god
1: was she your first girlfriend
2: no, man. We've talked about my first girlfriend. She wasn't Christian enough, so I had to. Oh, get that's that's get the her one. her the axe.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that bitch. <laughs> and okay. Sh- and sh- okay.
2: Oh shit. This is this is it, people. We're going Are insanity. You? I don't know if I'm ready. First, I'm gonna mop up some of this beer on the floor. Okay. Um. Yeah, maybe someday we'll we'll bust out the black book and. What are you pouring out? Oh here? shit! That's a lot.
1: That's a lot. You maybe we can share from that one.
2: Sure, they're definitely getting darker with each with each dab. <laughs> yeah,
1: this is this is this is a deep burgundy.
2: <laughs> There's no seeds in this one, which somehow makes me more nervous.
1: Do you? Know, well, here's the thing. Um. The. Uh, the difference between. Pain one hundred, and uh, Dave's insanity sauce, uh-huh. and this and this is why it's an asshole move. Uh, whew, hot pepper extract. Okay. All right. So they, oh, I got. Don't. <laughs> don't touch. Don't touch anything. <laughs> There's something <laughs> on my finger. I can smell it. it might be the cap. Fuck, yeah. Uh, While I'm touching all these different caps. Um, Fuck. I need to not touch anything (laughs) with this hand. Um, So, an extract, all it does is add heat. Okay. It adds no flavor. Okay. It's just straight heat. I want to smell it first. So, this one is probably. Smells spicy. This one is probably. four times as spicy as what you just had how big a dab should i do um a little yeah oh that is plenty Too much no no i think that's fine you sure
2: (laughs) this is uncharted territory (laughs) for me what if my eyes go back in my head this is
1: uncharted territory for me okay are you ready here we go okay do it john potter still alive okay have you ever had a crisis of faith and what has that looked like to you
2: I literally just deleted this note I've had on my computer for like the whole time we've done this podcast called crisis of faith and I was like I'm never gonna talk about this really (laughs) I don't remember what it said fuck this isn't as bad as I thought now I said that last time
1: don't go in for seconds I kind of want to don't do it don't do it all right, Hot all right, sauces all right. creep. Let this one creep. Okay, okay, it's it's good. I feel okay.
2: Um, but the sweat is coming faster than before. Christ of faith. Yes, this is a you, um, you saved the most intense for last. Exactly. Okay, you know <laughs> these are, these have been good questions. Here's the deal. Okay. <laughs> Um it's harder to talk.
1: <laughs> Is it creeping up more?
2: In the back of the back of the tongue. Um uh, <laughs> Have you ever taken your spiritual gifts test?
1: I haven't. <laughs> get it get in there.
2: I just need to get that out real quick. <laughs> Um,
1: (laughs) This this is that good content people are wanting.
2: Okay. You can, like, assess your gifts, your spiritual gifts. And my first, by a mile, is always creative communication. You were right to not go in for a second one. (laughs) It's creeping. You were very right. Um, And so, but the second one I get is faith, which is basically like, you have a solid faith that's not easily shaken. Okay. And I think that's always been true. I gotta spit. And... Sorry you're watching me do this. It's okay.
1: (coughs) I'm getting there. (laughs) This this is real. This is the real shit. (laughs) Oh, boy. I feel like we're sort
2: of in a marriage, because the only person who's ever really watched me thrown up, you know, my mom and then my wife.
1: Yep. Uh, This is... This is real life.
2: <laughs> okay,
1: eat some tater tots. Yeah, I think I'm better now.
2: Anyway, no, the only real crisis of faith I've had, I think I've talked about this, is when I was in my Christian high school, that actually pushed me further away from faith, at least initially, because we had these mandatory chapels. I didn't like that, and um, I moved away from Christianity. This is when I was like 15, 16, 17 and kind of, like, looked at Eastern religions and whatever, and ultimately came back to faith. And part of how I did that was through a particular teacher who, like, explained that the Gospels entailed more than just a personal relationship, uh, that it was about how we interact with the world. (laughs) And anyway, ever since then, I have not... I think because I experienced it then, which is a little earlier than most, I never had that moment um, really in my twenties or thirties or whatever. So, that's the answer to that. Interesting. How do you feel about that answer? (laughs) I'll
1: take it. You struggled through.
2: I spit twice at least. Yep. how How are you? How are you feeling at the moment? I'm good now. I'm good. I've recovered. If you don't spit multiple times and hack up, you'll you'll beat me. I'm
1: going to pre-spit. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> okay.
2: This is not as intense a question, but, you know, still... I one that, I,
1: I was trying to be strategic with I was, questions. too, but then I, you know...
2: All right, he's dabbing it, folks.
1: All is right. that about, about what you did?
2: <laughs> might be a tiny bit more. There you go. You submitted a song to the NPR Tiny Desk
1: concert. <laughs> oh, my God. How did you know this?
2: <laughs> Contest. It was called Fast Fact About a Horse. Can you tell us about that song? <laughs> How did you find this? I think I I Googled you, or maybe f- tr- trolled through Facebook for a while. Oh, man. How's that feel? The back of my neck is wet now, by the way.
1: Um. Ah. Oh. I did submit a song to the Tiny Desk concert with Ezekiel Morphus. Oh, yeah.
2: Um, he was rocking some harmonica, I believe.
1: Yeah. You watched the video? I watched the video. It's oh good song. Why don't I pull it up? Let's do it. Because don't type I,
2: with your with your bad hand. <laughs> <laughs> don't get the spice in those keys. Oh, my God. You're not reacting as strongly as I thought you um, might.
1: I'm, I'm allowing this to creep.
2: I also touched my eye and it hurts now, but I don't remember ever touching any of the hot sauce.
1: So, um, fuck. Um, so we created a, (laughs) fuck me. Okay.
2: Get that rice milk. Mmm. Swish it over your teeth.
1: Okay. So this was four years ago. Oh my God. It has 49 views.
2: (laughs) I was one of them.
1: So we created a fake band name called the Photomatons. (laughs) I like it. And I created a, a song called um, Fast Fact About a Horse. Good title. And what it was, it was based on a, this is a creeper. Okay. This yeah, is a yeah. creeper. I thought you
2: meant the song was.
1: But... No, the song's not a creeper. It's a stupid <laughs> song. Um, it's, so it gets so much worse I, as it goes on, right? I ha- Yes, it does. <laughs> oh, my God. Fuck me. Whose idea was this? <laughs> Um, So I have a book at my house called Famous First Facts. Okay. And I was flipping through the book trying to come up with a song concept. And um, um, this song was um, about, maybe it was, fuck, I don't remember. But here, let me just play the song. (laughs) Sioux City to Chicago, I think, was what the thing was. And the horse's name was Poison. Okay. And, um, and, (laughs) (laughs) um, and so it was just this, it was the, like, this, the fact was something about this horse. I don't know. <laughs> Fuck, I don't remember. <laughs> when did I post this? Was this it was about the uh, Chicago Fire. Was it January twenty fifteen? I don't fucking it was four years ago. I don't remember. God, that was a that was a deep, deep cut. cut. That was yeah. a deep cut. That was awesome.
2: it's time to revisit that song
1: yeah fast fact about a horse um 51 views zero likes <laughs> zero dislikes it's about to change uh, <laughs> 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 oh my god yeah All right. um and and i made up ezekiel ezekiel's Morpheus. ezekiel ezekiel morphus his f- um uh, fake name was Brian Ciderhouse. Okay. <laughs> and he was playing harmonica.
2: Is, is Ezekiel Morphis his real name? Ezekiel Morphis, yeah. That's a cool as hell name. That like, <laughs> Did you ever know Ezekiel? I didn't know him very well. I knew who he was. But, like, I mean, you wouldn't have to change your name to anything cooler. And it's already, like... No,
1: he had already entered his him, him, ah. himself into the Tiny Desk concert. Got it. And so that's why he was... That's why he was wearing my tweed hat and sunglasses... And it. It, he was essentially wearing a disguise. <laughs> well, I like that song. The, look how tight my hair is in that. Real toit. It's really tight. pumped up as high as can be. <laughs> you
2: did much better with that than me. You didn't spit
1: um, Dude, that's, grossly
2: twice into the trash. It's fucking hot, though. It's hot, right? You're not sweating as much as me? <laughs>
1: no, I I'm not sweating as much, but... My my mouth is still burning.
2: Yeah. Pizza mouth not helping.
1: Pizza mouth I have <laughs> right there. That's bad. It's where the skin has peeled off. <laughs> Fuck. You know, everyone everybody wants to hear about your mouth skin, right? <laughs> yeah. Give us your skin.
2: People are always... I forgot we said give us your skin before. People are always asking us to talk about the our mouth skin.
1: About our mouth skin.
2: Um, hey, we did Jesus it. Jesus Christ, <laughs> we might have to just like not cover MXPX this episode.
1: <laughs> no, this is a this will be a shorter episode because there's only there's six, not that much to talk about. Only six songs. All and... right, just a
2: fucking documentary. And gives a shit.
1: Uh, oh fuck. Um, all right. <laughs> Take a little break.
2: Take a little break. Bomb into this wastebasket <laughs> and get back to it.
1: When we. When we we come back, we're going to be covering the, what's the deal with MXPX? Come
0: on! The bees! It's it's the bees! Are they bees? Are they bees or are they the Pugman? They're they're the bees and they're from B-Town!
1: So good. All right, We'll be back.
2: ate the last piece of the sausage. Yeah, you did. We're all feeling better. John, how are you, how are, you are you? feeling better? I'm good. I'm not sweating. Nobody's spitting anything anywhere?
1: Nope. We ate all the tots. Mm-hmm. Come here, tots. We mm-hmm. ate all the sausage. That's what she said. <laughs> and my mouth is now finally starting to feel... Good. ...less spicy. hmm <sighs> That <All> was... Right. <laughs> That was a minute. That was a minute of... uh,
2: (laughs) Completely non-MXPX related content. Oh, God.
1: Mm. But feeling good. um, Feeling this. Feeling this! This is... um, This is Blink-155. Yep. (laughs) Uh, No.
2: When we do that, we should call it feeling this, like (laughs) (laughs) P-H-E-L-A-N.
1: Yeah, so we... We should do our Blink-182 podcast right on the heels of (laughs) Blink-155 wrapping up their pod. Yeah, for sure. Um, But this episode, we're talking (laughs)
2: B-movies!
0: What's the deal
1: with a
2: B-movie? This is the first of many Seinfeld MXPX crossover (laughs) projects.
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah. We're calling this Jerry Seinfeld. (laughs) Yeah. And we're no, we're calling it. What's the deal with podcasts? Is
2: it called B Movie because of Bremerton?
1: I'm guessing. Okay. But they don't really talk. It's never made clear about Bremerton in. Um, I mean, on the back of the the DVD case, it says "From Bremerton to the Streets of Tokyo and Beyond."
2: Sure. Um. Maybe because they, also,
1: they they also know. don't really explain. Uh ac well
2: acoustic
1: but it's like yeah <laughs> i mean i There's guess a lot so. of letters going on <laughs> yeah they because it's a slash c
2: right it's a little confusing i'm assuming like you're, you're
1: probably you're probably right that it's acoustic i believe that's what it is mike
2: also are uses, you calling
1: me an asshole
2: um i think anybody knows that's what it is Mike also uses wow. the word. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, no, I don't know why it's called B movie. It's also their second documentary, so maybe it's like B, and it's like they kind of have some B, you know, B movie like a bad right. movie stuff. Well, going they kind of
1: they kind of lean in, monster there. They all kind of lean into right, that right. with like this sort of like scary. Yeah, thing. Like, funny
2: like, dissolves and stingers
1: and stuff and they're, yeah they're all they're also like <clears throat> it's silly it's a silly movie with behind yes. the scenes stuff and they're they're doing like s- sort of sketches right in a way um and i'm on board with that yeah I'm, I'm into it
2: it was released november 23rd 2004 and the dvd came with the cd copy of A C E P. yep which did i you, have here did you pick this up when it came out,
1: definitely not. I feel like because this was this was in the period of time after. Yeah,
2: you were you were Dunzo.
1: Well, not Dunzo. Just be. I just sort of fell off. Yeah. I didn't even buy before everything and after when it came out. That's right. Yeah. Uh,
2: I definitely was. I purchased the VHS that came from Bremerton. Yes. Right when it came out, and was very psyched about that. I don't have any memory of having seen this before, so I don't think I had until we watched it for this.
1: I've watched it on YouTube before. Okay.
2: But I somehow had the ACEP, which leads me to believe I had this at some point. I don't Interesting. know if I would've gotten it. Um, but I never really listened to it. So um, Yes, this was directed by Jeff Myers, who did the videos for Breathe Deep from Let's Rock, and heard that sound, uh, both of which I spoke of disparagingly. Um, but he also did videos for Nine Inch Nails, Perfect Circle. He did Gary Jewell's Mad World video. So, like, this guy's got some some music video directing chops. Right. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't remember. This certainly wasn't in my consciousness at all as, like, something I needed to
1: pick up. No. Um, I remember seeing it, like, yeah. at at like a Borders. Okay. But maybe it was just like cost prohibitive at the time. Sure, yeah. Um, but so I, I picked up the DVD recently for this app since mm-hmm. I haven't owned it. Nice. Um, and it does have some special features. Ooh. Uh, so obviously the... I think they... They kind of, um, on the disc one, they are like trying to make it make the sound like there's a lot more to it because uh-huh. they're like live concert footage, recording the ACEP, touring uh-huh. the world, touring the US, <laughs> sure. exclusive interviews, mm. short films. And it's like, that's, that's all like, the movie. <laughs> that's all like kind of one thing. Yeah. Um, sneak preview of the new MXPX. Ooh. But the thing is,
2: was quit your life or something. Well, this, or this was. This is after. This is after. Before. Oh, so gray skies, maybe.
1: Yeah, I guess gray skies is is off. Is going to be on uh, on panic, but it's not anything like this the gray skies of panic
2: it's not um yeah this was so this was shot using some footage from the europe and japan tours for before everything and after which i think they were mainly opening for dashboard on that tour interesting um but then most of the footage comes from these three shows they did um at the end of 2003 at the graceland in seattle which right small club they shot those specifically for this movie um yeah, I don't know. We talked about doing a top ten mic haircuts app, which we may do at some point still. Yeah. But this one, is real low on the list.
1: This is, uh, this features the black curtain hair. Yeah, both both center, bad haircuts uh, in one center center. Uh, yeah, it's got 2003 to 2005. My Carrera is low. Is the low.
2: Rough times for everybody all around, probably.
1: But, no, uh, Tom was looking fucking sexy as hell. Tom looks good. He's got a Yuri, Mohawk in the life. Yuri of... is consistent as fuck. Nineteen ninety two to twenty nineteen, <laughs> Yuri is Yuri. Yeah,
2: he's got bald head now, shaved, shaved head. But he's, uh,
1: Yuri just has always looked like Yuri, man. Yeah, I like, like it. That's punk Tom rock. and Mike have like. He's but, uh. But Yuri is just like, even Steven, just like fucking doing his thing. Yuri, and,
2: Yuri is the real star of this documentary.
1: <laughs> Yuri is funny 100%. as fuck. He,
2: he's walking his pugs around <laughs> while they're pooping. He's, <laughs> Which
1: John identifies with. Yes.
2: He talks about um Hashtag, <laughs>
1: harriet potter That's not right. a hashtag not a pug <laughs> no but hashtag class. still <laughs> grunty
2: as fuck still smushy face um yeah when he's when he's walking the pugs around and he's talking about their fans and he says we get dudes that are so cool they're just like Ugh. <laughs> did you notice that i was like yeah. what, what are you saying here bud um
1: he's yeah but some of my favorite yuri like He's just—he's low key, just like low key funny as hell. Yeah.
2: He's um, smoking the pipe. That's great. <laughs>
1: that was that was probably one of my favorite moments where he's just like sitting there in the back, and then all of a sudden the pipe comes out of nowhere, and and I watched so on on the on the DVD um, disc it has the commentary, so you you can watch the commentary oh, with, him. with Andy Andy oh, is on the commentary wow, too because Andy plays bass he does indeed on PXPX which is I mean what God. a moment God yeah we do sh- you, dude, okay if Mike if the band plays any poking at you songs I feel like it's gotta happen I will be nights. I will be rock hard <laughs> the entire time. If they play Walking By, if they play Uh, PXPX, PXPX would be great. If they, if they play, um, One Ad. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Fucking... They
2: play... Okay, so we should talk about some of the songs they play, which, so the concert opens with Well Adjusted, which rules. Right. Um, I would love to hear that as well.
1: But the documentary opens with Keep a Beat. It's true. Um it is true but the but the live song um i'm just talking about uh, because keep a beat wasn't right on anything up until like that was on um let's rock let's rock i think
2: yeah i
1: that think that was a,
2: that was the split single with uh, the coffee song
1: no, Left Coast Punk okay, EP okay. was got the it. bonus track, right, right, right. and it. What Keep a Beat was a before everything and after demo. That's right, but okay. they got cut.
2: Okay. Um, <clears throat> but they play that. They play PXPX with Andy on bass, as you said. A dude gets on stage and tackles Mike, which yeah. I feel like wouldn't fly anymore. <laughs>
1: no. Fifteen <laughs> years later, that shit would fuck, fuck? No. not fly. I can't believe and how
2: much they were just, like, diving into the crowd. And...
1: Let's let's also talk about how Claudio Sanchez from Coheed and Cambria <laughs> uh, okay. yeah. was up front. Where, where were you, Claudio? <laughs> where were you at that yeah, moment real, right? where somebody was tackling the yeah. lead singer <laughs> of the band? Excessive. You... You failed at your job. You had one job. Not let not let the lifeblood of MXPX get murdered <laughs> right, yeah. on your watch. That dude
2: definitely could have murdered Mike had he wanted to. Um Well, he almost did. Yeah, full
1: on tackled him, and Mike just went on like yeah. nothing was happening.
2: Right. It was surprising. Maybe they're buddies or something. I don't know. Um they they talk about um the family dynamics within the band yep <laughs> yuri being the kid
1: well that shot of yuri in the back seat with his like <laughs> blank stare so good it's so fucking good
2: and and mike claims to be the dad Well, tom is the mom but tom takes issue with this and thinks he's the dad
1: but yuri brings up the point that tom tom brought like individually, <laughs> individually wrapped, wrapped pizza. pizza
2: so good <laughs> I think there's a little bit of questionable gender politics in, the, in Tom's definitions of marriage. Yep. Um,
1: but speaking of moms, can we talk about Tom's mom? Yes,
2: that was wonderful.
1: <laughs> that that was the greatest thing. With like, it was like the most. Even though they're not Midwest, it yeah, made me think felt like a, it felt most Midwest yeah, mom. Yeah, yeah. Just like, just mom like. Singing along, like. What were
2: they singing again? Um, well adjusted, maybe. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And she's like, "Oh, I just when the drums come in, I just love that. <laughs> she's like, Sounds great. She, she, she was amazing. like super into it, and like the supportive mom hanging out in the with like all these punk rock dudes. Yeah, it's the best. God, it's so cute. I love it so much. Um, I and think, and um, there was somebody else's mom there. I think was it Yuri's mom? Maybe. There's somebody else's mom that was there too.
2: Um. Love moms. Love moms. I think I mean who do you think is right? I think I think Mike probably is the dad. I
1: well, think I'm a Yuri. <laughs> or
2: they're like he just goes along with whatever. You're one hundred percent the Yuri. <laughs>
1: um I think I think this is also like heteronormative <laughs> gender. This is like going based on like what is masculinity mean to <laughs> right, you. Right, right. Um Yeah, it's a I little think, silly. I think Whatever your definition of a mom or a dad is, sure. um Mike is whatever dominant parent, yeah, yeah, yeah is, sure because it's the people are calling him to have practice right. Tell me, are we having practice today? <laughs> right. No one's calling Yuri, <laughs> so obviously dad. So like, yeah, I think, you know, this is, yeah, there is a parental thing, but Mike is the the one who is he's yeah he's the one who's making the making the calls and um he's he he's he's making the decisions he's making the tough calls yeah um so call that the mom or the dad however you see fit
2: um they do an acoustic brokenhearted at some Best Buy or something like that. Yeah, with Mike's dick on the wall. <laughs> I love that Tom calls out what we've called out on the pod many times, which is just like, hey, Mike, your dick is in these pictures up here. <laughs> he doesn't say dick. He says crotch. He says crotch. He says crotch. <laughs> <laughs> but it's still pretty good. And he's like, it looks great. Yeah. Um, I mean... See, so yeah, I feel like Tom, we should get him on the pod. Yeah, I feel yeah, like we he might vibe with us.
1: Yeah, yeah well, sorry. Sorry, Mike. Um, you're getting bumped Old for Tom. Old news, Mike. Yeah, we'll get... Um, I mean, everybody's... I mean everybody wants everybody wants that Mike rarity but <laughs> I think there are people dropping panties for that sure. Tommy Dubs. Of course.
2: Uh yeah, he um I think the acoustic Broken Hearted sounds good, by the way. I like that.
1: It does. I I think I think what we have all agreed on is that there is a considerable amount of Solid songwriting. Yeah. On before everything and after. Yeah. Um, which we will get into. Indeed. That gets fucked up. <laughs> by the production. Yeah. And which even, Mike, kind of admits in the behind the scenes, of uh on, the, extra features of the mm-hmm. of the, movie, he talks about. Um. Um, fucking quit your life, right. How it was going to be, he wanted it to be more stripped down than it ended up to be ended up being, um, which is why on the ACEP, it is the, at this point in 2004, the fewest number of tracks that they've ever recorded, it was only four tracks mm. that they recorded, and it's a super stripped down version of the song. It sounds way better. And it sounds so much better. <laughs> yeah. Um but before we get to that, can we talk about can we talk about hate mail? <laughs>
2: yeah, that's pretty good.
1: <laughs> so can John, so we just talked about how we are both thirty five and thirty six respectively. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? Two thousand four doesn't seem that long ago, but it was fifteen <laughs> years ago. That's pretty wild. 15 years. We were both 20 and 21, respectively. Yeah. That is a fucking <laughs> lifetime ago. Yeah. 15 years is so long. I was... We were both still in high school, right? Or were you starting at North Park? Wait, when? Um, 2004.
2: 2004, I was... You were was, senior? I was a junior at, in college. <sighs>
1: 2004. Fuck! I was a Jesus Christ. A, a I was sophomore a sophomore. Fuck my life! <laughs> I don't even know. Jesus Christ. Okay. 2004.
2: Because you just said 20 and
1: 21. God damn it! <laughs>
2: it's that spice, man. It got up in your brain. That
1: spice has gotten into my brain. <laughs> I'm 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 still smelling this plate <laughs> that is sitting right next to me. Don't Jeez. touch it. Fuck! Oh my God! All right. Anyway, it was a long time ago. Okay. Hate mail. So hate mail. Um even though it like it wasn't that long ago uh-huh. but it was in terms of in like social media and technology, it's like two thousand and four is like practically prehistoric because uh social media didn't really exist right at that time. So they got typed so to to think about somebody's mom sending Mike a physical letter because they were upset about something (laughs) Uh of that they're corrupting the mind of their child. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's such a bygone era because nowadays someone just take out their phone and be like, fuck you, Mike (laughs) Carrera," And like, how dare you or whatever. They're like, please remove her from your mailing list. (laughs) Yeah, and like I love that, like this fake call. I really thought he was genuinely calling her. Wait, wait, what? What year did you graduate? Oh, silly! It's so good. I loved it. I (laughs) and in the commentary. So I literally watched the documentary followed by the commentary on the documentary, like back to back. Okay. And they're like, look, like, we're just like having a good time it's meant to be a joke we're uh-huh. like fake doing coke it's just a joke <laughs> sure. it's not serious uh-huh. and they're just they're like we're not actors it's just silly and i'm like i'm into it sure. I'm, I'm into the silliness yeah yeah it's fine it's funny and um like and, like this is the kind of sil- mxpx silliness that i get down with sure
2: it's not winking in the it's, wrong ways.
1: It's not winky in the wrong ways. I I prefer the winky uh, documentaries than I prefer the winky like the winky songs. Uh-huh. Sure, I get it. I but like did dark. you did you ever did you ever write fan letters to any bands or anything back in the day?
2: <laughs> I was super into Ani DeFranco. <laughs> <laughs> I. And...
1: I love Hani. Yeah. I've seen her live a couple times. Yeah. She's, oh, man, we should do an, oh, God, I love Honey.
2: <laughs> I mean, like.
1: She's a, she's a genius.
2: High school, I was obsessed. I haven't really listened to anything in the last 20 years. I don't know, however long it's been. But, um, yeah, she's great. And I, I definitely wrote a letter to her. I think in partly because Righteous Babe Records, her yeah. company, was like. Notoriously, like um, super lib. Yeah, and they had like a staff who would like read people's letters and interact with them. So I'm quite confident that she didn't read my letter, but I wrote an impassioned letter about how hard high school was and (laughs) how Annie got me through stuff. And they just her staff or whatever sent me back a letter that was just a big smiley face that said "Hang in there," (laughs) (laughs) which at the time I was like. Seems a little dismissive, <laughs> but now looking back, I'm like, "Well, what do you do when you're like an adult and you get this teenage pathetic kid?" And, you know,
1: oh just... no, oh, God, Annie's the best. <laughs> she's so she's so fucking cute, <laughs> and like all of her, like, I don't know, like when it comes when it comes to, um, it was sort of in the same vein, same era as Alanis. Sure, but. The real folkheads. The real folkheads fuck with Ani. Yeah. I I saw her at the Oh fuck. What is what is the um on like Belmont and Sheffield? The Vic? Yeah, the Vic. Yeah. Um, place I I was banned for life from. What did you do? (laughs) Haven't we talked about this on the (laughs) podcast? Probably. We've talked about everything. Historically we forget everything. Very
2: what did you do? Very quick sidebar. So the Vic concert venue here in Chicago also is the Bruin View on nights that it's not concerts right. where at the time this was kind of a novel idea. You could drink and beer watch and watch movies. watch movies. And I was, I don't know, nineteen or something and I had a fake ID. And like a dummy, I didn't I mean I didn't use my fake ID to get in. So I didn't get a wristband and I was having my friend's beer who got a beer for me. And they had a guy up in the balcony watching for that kind of thing. And he said, I didn't have a wristband. He said, can I see your ID? And I gave him my fake ID, which he knew was fake. And then I had to give him my real ID. <laughs> anyway, I was banned for life as a result. <laughs> they said, you're banned. And I said, how long? He said, it's a lifetime ban. <laughs> and then I went back like, I don't know, a month later. <laughs> it was fine. <laughs> they don't.
1: <laughs> What sort of? What?
2: Well, I saw people's licenses like taped up on the wall, so I feared that might happen to me. But apparently, it was all fine.
1: There's no way they have any sort, <laughs> sort of, of like, system. Hold on, let me check. <laughs> let me check with our the, database. Yeah, you're one
2: of those brown-haired men in this black and white copy <laughs> yeah. of a license. Get out of here.
1: You're one of those white guys. <laughs> right. If you, I mean, they're gonna be. They're gonna look for the the guy with the chin strap. <laughs> right. Not the full-on man beard. That's right
2: yeah um did you so you saw her at the Vic is that in college or one
1: uh, before that maybe after college oh, okay. um she was playing solo, and she just fucking destroyed, yeah because. Ani DeFranco, like, has her hands all, like, taped up with, like, electrical tape, and she's just shredding. <laughs> yeah, she's real good at and playing she's, guitar. she knows how to play guitar. I should do a, I should do a deep Ani
2: dive and listen uh, to some stuff. Oh, man. Have you yeah. ever written a, a fan letter? <laughs> Getting back to your uh, question. I
1: did. I wrote, actually, a fan email Ooh. to MXPX. Ooh.
2: Oh, that's right. We've did we talk about, about this? Yes.
1: That I got a response from Yuri. Yeah. Allegedly. Right. And I don't know. Well, I I think to I told to, you to find it or something. Well, or... I'll have to get to the bottom of that. Yeah. And I haven't probably in a year. <laughs> sure. Um, And I do seem to remember trying to write uh, a letter to Britney Spears. Back <laughs> to say what? I don't know. Like <laughs> I was praying for her.
2: Oh, okay. Not like I want to hit you one more time or something. Like
1: probably. Who? Of course I wanted to bang
2: Britney Spears Are you kidding me But you were also praying for her I
1: was also praying for her While I was like Praying for you to Get down praying, with me baby <laughs> Praying to Praying to like Stop jerking after her
2: that Sounds like a letter She doesn't need oh, to see Oh god I, I love you But like fuck I hate myself you, I hate, And you And we're all going to hell uh, Here's uh, a letter <laughs> Oh fuck I hate you myself
0: Ann, But I love you But
2: Jesus Did anybody ever respond to that No Put it in the jack-off prayer kid pile. <laughs> anyway. The,
1: the jack-off pile. Another one of these fucking Christian kids that's beating off to Brittany. Wait, where's the beat-off Brittany pile? It's over here. It's over here. <laughs> like
2: <laughs> grizzled New Jersey guys sorting through Brittany's mail. <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah, they all... They all... They need. She needed help to uh, sort yeah. of throw all the jerk-off yep. mail.
2: This is going to be a three-hour episode. <laughs> okay. Okay. I mean, what else is good? Um, yeah, Tom does a solid Belgian accent at one point. Yeah. Um,
1: um, Yuri shredding his <laughs> hand <laughs> on Yuri glass. smashing
2: beer bottles with a big stick, which is just like, <laughs> <laughs> come Every, on, buddy. Yeah,
1: like, who was it that stole a bike? Uh <laughs> I don't
2: I mean I know they rented them from that place in Bruges or whatever but but there
1: was like some somebody that, oh, that like stole yeah. somebody's oh, that bike sounds right yeah, it's like people jumping on buses and stuff <laughs> yeah it was, it seems like of course 100% the stuff you would do when you were, like in your mid 20s right Totally, it like make m- makes the most sense in the world. He's like,
2: we had some beers, and I saw this big stick, and so I just started breaking bottles. And you're like, <laughs> like we've been sure.
1: we've been drinking all day, riding Fresh. around, and, like on bikes, and it was like the best day Does ever. so fun. And I mean, it's it's of course like the f- most fun thing when you're like 25. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Today I'm like okay.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's probably fun, right. but like. Um, that was the best day of my life. <laughs> they were, like, super pumped about it. Yeah, they were. I'm um, sure, like, 25, 26, I would also be like, "Fucking yeah. We <laughs> rode a bike around.
2: rode um, a bike
1: around like, beat the shit out of bottles.
2: They do a nice uh, confessionals bit.
1: They do. Uh, where
2: Tom... Tom yes. takes his dick out, almost. <laughs> well, he does that. And then he talks about wanting to go to law school to protect oh. oil corporations. <laughs> uh, which is pretty funny yuri says he wants to be the lead singer of the band
1: they do a little thing where he plays guitar on stage for
2: it's a a cool picked version of let it happen that they do yeah
1: i like that i I
2: kind of wish that was on the acp
1: yeah i would um i like that version more than the 10 years running yeah yeah sorry about that unpopular opinion maybe yeah perhaps i don't know um, um,
2: but I yeah, I like you're getting up
1: there and can we some B can, can we talk about for just <laughs> I don't know.
2: Can you? <laughs> There's a lot of rumbling out there.
1: So can we talk quickly about um some unpopular opinions? Sure. Um The A C E P has some choice some choice songs, but The, I I feel like I'm losing the uh, uh, we're we're talking uh, ten years in running here, Uh um, so recently, um, Riker posted in reply to Alex Retro talking about punk rock show, Hmm. and Riker said that the ten years in running punk rock show version. Was his preferred version?
2: Alex said the same
1: thing, right? Yeah. This is. This this is is rocking my world. This is fake (laughs) news. news. (laughs) This is this is one hundred (laughs) percent fake news. That the ten years in running. No. False. Yeah. I am. I am not.
2: You're. You're not. You're. You're yucking their yum
1: though. i am yucking their yum, but come on yeah come, come on, on. <laughs> once
2: the deal with 10 years of running the version of the garbage get it, can sounds get out better of, get out of here run away this is never gonna get old um okay i have one final thought on the documentary and then let's right. move on to the S C P pretty soon okay um uh, they do a lot of bus pranks on each other That's true. Uh, Mike pinches Tom's nipple while he's asleep and when they ask Yuri about it he says I don't remember that. I'm asleep for a lot of this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Which I just thought was classic Yuri. Um, he was he probably woke up screaming. Yeah, he did. Uh, I don't know. It's a it's a it's a good time. Two thumbs up.
1: Family fun. <laughs> 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 oh God! What? Jesus Christ! This is gonna be. <laughs> this is gonna be over three hours. Oh no. Yes. Okay. All right. There's. Okay. Blow through these guys. <clears throat> That's what she said. <laughs> Time uh, for the ACP. <laughs> gonna blow through these guys. <laughs> All right. Um. Um. These these gray skies. Are gonna blow through. Yep. Gonna turn blue. Oh. I feel like
2: the you can tell the bones of a good song are there. Yep, a great song even. Uh, that snare sound is a real bummer for me. It, it's just shy of Saint Anger territory.
1: It doesn't sound great. No, it it there is a uh I don't know what the the proper recording sound is term is, but it cuts off. Yeah, right. real quick. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah. cuts don't off don't real don't quick. It's yeah. a bummer. No good. Yeah, it don't doesn't. Like. It doesn't sound great, but once the rest of the song kicks in, just miss those those keys, the organy keys so much. Well, I mean, it's replaced by that guitar. Yeah. Um, you can't. The, the panic version of Gray Skies Turn Blue. Maybe they were
2: going for that cutoff sound. Sounds really good.
1: Fucking sweet. I guess
2: that's what they were doing, is kind of doing a drum machine sound, I suppose. Maybe. And that excuses maybe. the snare sound a little. Um, that, maybe? Yeah, I guess so. Maybe. Who cares? I think if... Uh, <laughs> 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 the, uh, I mean... Okay, so we should say, this was recorded at the clubhouse, produced by the band, um... It's cool to see them producing it a little bit too.
1: Why don't I just make all the noise in the world?
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> like when Tom is telling him to sing stuff differently, I was like, oh, it's cool to see." It was mixed by Ted Hutt, who had done uh, tons, tons of punk records. He he produced or worked on uh, Dropkick Murphys, Sloggy Molly, Bouncing Souls, so he knows his stuff. Um, he knows things. If he, I mean, this was uh, bef- this was between. Before Everything and After in Panic, as we said, and I feel like it, you can, it feels that way. Like, it feels like they're perhaps heading into Panic territory, but still coming off of that Before Everything sound. Um, this was the only all-acoustic release of theirs until the acoustic collection, which is an interesting thing to think about, because they kept talking in the documentary
1: about how everybody wanted it.
2: Yeah, we wanted to try this thing, or we just did acoustic songs, which now feels like less of a novelty, but it's a cool concept, so...
1: I think in probably in 2004 it would have been yeah like a what the fuck sort right. of situation but yeah. now like right, like right now 2019 it's like it's kind of an of course right after Mike has been playing all those acoustic Instagram sets and stuff right 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 and, and acoustic shows and everything yeah in in the B movie credits booklet they have here. It has a credit that says arranged, rearranged by MXPX. Interesting. Um so I'm wondering like so maybe they're talking about these five tracks. So the rearranged ones would be Invitation to Understanding uh and quit your life? Maybe. And um I don't know. So maybe those are rearranged, but I don't really know what that means. Yeah. I don't know. What do you so what are your overall thoughts on the song? You didn't really say um, It's fine. I Other than the drums.
2: Yeah. I don't dislike it, but I like the real version better. <laughs> the <one I'm> <laughs> if
1: you if you had heard this one if you can go back in time.
2: It's funny because We've talked about this record before, and you spoke about it quite disparagingly, I believe. What did I? What did I say? Just that it was like, I think this is back when we thought "Quit Your Life" was was garbage, and you played, I believe, a little of um, "Invitation to Understanding" and how it's like way, way overproduced and just. I think I had the same thought too that this whole record was kind of an experiment gone wrong, like
1: interesting too
2: cheesy at the time when I heard it that was kind of my impression I listened to the songs I didn't really revisit it very much so I think I probably thought yeah they're just trying something acoustic and piano and I'm not into it now I know what the song becomes right so I like it a lot more I don't I, I think today I would still like it but back then I wasn't really in a place to be excited about it fair silver screen silver screen
0: The screaming was silver, the silence was cold The skin felt so warm, the blood ran so cold I felt like a character
1: screen. This is my number three. I this song has grown on me yeah. a lot. This is 100 percent a tumble down song. Yes, for sure. They this okay if they this song could use just the tiniest bit of tweaking to be yeah. a tumble down song. Like yeah like I when I first heard this I was like it's all right but then hearing tumble down yeah. I was like this would be a tumble down song. Yeah. This is this could be tied for my number four okay
2: yeah i i mean i like it obviously i think there's a little cheese on there cheese for Um, sure but you know i like the murder ballad stuff yeah on that for sure um the chorus is nice i like the chorus a lot um this was one that was previously unreleased and written just for this Um, yeah i also thought it was funny that that was one that tom called out in some of the scenes with them producing, where it's like, you hit that murdered really hard. It's <laughs> like, do that one again, um, which is funny. But, you know, since they wrote this one for this EP, it sounds like it was always meant to be acoustic, which I don't feel like all these songs have necessarily, you know? So,
1: I don't know. It, this was a full five to six years before... Tumble down pulled into town. Before that tumble drain down train choo choo uh pulled into town. But it's also probably around the same time that Mike um was writing um uh, late again. Right. Yeah, sure. So this Not was probably when he was starting stuff. to fuck around with that, into that tumble down shit. I like and it and I and that—that's probably why I'm kind of ended this song. Yeah. So, uh, I it I probably wouldn't have fucked with this song in two thousand four. Sure. But now, post tumble down. Yeah, I think I'm with you. Into it. And oh shit. <laughs>
0: me for once today I'll be grateful you don't even have to stay
1: judge me all you
0: want it must be hard for you to get over to my side of town I know there's many You come knocking at my door and I am not around Foolishness came by and we're downtown Everyone keeps telling me you're something
2: so intrigued because I swear if you go it's back my number one wow I'm almost positive that if you go back and listen to an older episode where we talked about this you call this one out in particular for being like way too much you're like there's violins there's timpani
1: like in <laughs> did we talk
2: about the ACEP we we mentioned it and I
1: believe played a little bit of it but I, Did we? Yeah I remember that not at all. Well, that's true of many things. This is my.
2: We don't we don't remember a lot of what happened.
1: John, this is this is don't rush my journey. Okay. (laughs) I. Can I so, um, this is the part of the podcast where Andrew derails it to to talk about something completely unrelated
2: because we're short on time. Uh, (laughs) (laughs)
1: um, Queer Eye, are you a Queer Eye fan? Yeah.
2: The, the new version is good.
1: Um, well, of course. We're talking the Queer Eye with Cromo and yeah, Bob yeah. and Bobby and Jonathan. We're talking all those guys. Um, so Dana and I saw Cromo speak at um, Evanston Township High School. That's cool. And he uh, had this thing where he talked about you know, don't rush my journey. I like it, and
2: I won't rush yours. <laughs> don't rush. When it my... comes to the MXPX and, catalog, and,
1: and so he like he has this that's, that's his thing, but he says like now his kids are starting to use it against him. Like, Dad, don't don't, don't rush, rush my, my journey. My journey. Don't rush my journey. Uh, don't so, tell Yeah, don't yuck my yum. Don't oh. rush my journey. Uh, so maybe this is part of my journey. Don't Could r- be. This don't rush I'm my journey. I'm not trying to rush it. He's got but, a
2: new podcast out too. I saw.
1: Uh, um, I, here's what I think.
0: Is
2: <laughs> <arrive, I laughs> she just going to drown me out? No I kind of like. If you uh, <laughs> not at my door, we know this. I am not <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> I kind of like that it's reimagined, but it's a little
1: much. Like it's yeah, it's a lot. I think. um Amy Tricoli on violin, sure. John uh, and Stephanie Fife on cello, sure. John Potter specifically <laughs> says, hating. "Fuck you." I mean, on your musician. It
2: just feels like we're in sprinkle territory. Like get the didgeridoos going. Whoa. It's a lot. I don't need timpani on invitation understanding. <laughs>
0: Came by and we're
2: I like a violin. I don't know if I
0: need it here. Please don't leave, please come on <laughs> in and
1: make yourself at home. Please. This is not blowing through. <laughs> this is lingering. It's fucking great. Uh, okay. Into it. Floats my penis. <laughs> okay. Next
2: song.
1: <laughs> oh, fuck, fuck me, I guess. It's better while
0: but
4: <laughs> oh, where will we go?
1: go my number two
2: (laughs) okay (laughs) this is another one we're not gonna overlap on any of our three are we no out of six songs that's impressive
1: wow this this to me strikes me as like like almost arthur territory I think... So here's what the deal is. Here's my... Yeah, tell me your deal. <laughs> tell me your goddamn deal, <laughs> What's John What's the Potter? deal?
0: With, where was <laughs> the deal with where will we go?
1: Um,
0: where are we going? <laughs> where will we before this? I feel
2: like I'm moments away from my wife texting me saying, like, shut the fuck
1: up. <laughs> um, I'm sorry.
2: That's okay. We're doing our Seinfeld bit. Um, tell the kids to chill.
1: Jenny is gonna... What was what was the last time when I was like Jenny was like, what the <laughs> fuck <doing>
2: karaoke, <laughs> yeah.
1: something. Yeah, that's true.
2: Um, Sorry, Jenny. I like the song a lot, but I prefer the non-acoustic version. Um, from it came from Bremerton, which many people named when we said, "What's your favorite MXPX B-side?" Because it's like so elusive, you can't really find it. It was a B-side on one of those Christmas fan club singles but like nobody can really find a good version um so anyway i love this song i love the version that's like the full instrumentation from that um but it's hard to find so uh this is not oh yeah it is It was just one that I think like became a fan favorite because it was like in that movie and then you could never find it anywhere. But it certainly feels like Ever Passing Moment era. The bridge is great in Ever Passing Moment era tradition. You still not feeling it in this version?
1: It's uh, It's not really doing anything for me. Maybe maybe I'm the asshole. Maybe so. maybe CJ's gonna be like fuck this guy. He does he doesn't know <laughs> how to do You don't like fuck. fun. <laughs> I, I hate That's fun. Problem. <laughs> fuck me and my fun. I hate fun. But do you know people I don't I think I don't think people's dicks are ready.
0: <laughs> I've been everywhere.
2: With me. So, as we've discussed many times now, I definitely prefer this version to um, what it ended up as.
1: If you are an OG Magpod listener... <laughs> you know,
2: we used to speak quite badly about this song.
1: I No, what I'm going to say is, uh-huh. if you are an OG fan and listen to... Uh, our, this, this would have been, what was this, our, how many episodes in would we have been? Whatever the album number is, five, six? (laughs) Let me see. I'm, I'm actually curious if we, if we went straight there. Um, eight. Okay. Um, I, so July 30th, Mm -hmm. 2018, I said this was... unequivocally unequivocally the worst (laughs) song in the mxpx discography yeah you're naive um this version of the song is unequivocally the best version of that song yeah and two in in at the at the time mike said that this was the fewest number of tracks right that they had recorded of any MXPX song, four tracks. You already said this. Did I say this? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fuck you, John. But I just, I just want to remind people. So mm-hmm. listen to the "Quit Your Life" on "Before Everything" and after.
0: I've been everywhere around the world Yuck. and finally here tonight.
1: Okay. Now the I've AC. Been,
0: uh. I've been everywhere
1: around the world. Sounds better to me. Finally here tonight. It's slower. Mm-hmm. It's like a full like octave. <laughs> yeah. Like it's so fucking high. Yeah.
0: I've been everywhere.
1: It's like it's, barely in there. It's the so high.
0: Everywhere. I've been
4: uh.
1: <laughs> i I've been everywhere yeah, it's so high um but it's and not it, your time it and it's so much this this could have been in like i i'll i'll be honest this was so close to being my number three yeah I thought it might and be. that i that might surprise some people who know how much i dislike no. before everything and after and this song I like this version. But like if <laughs> if Mike if Mike plays the song Friday or Saturday? Yeah. Just himself? Sure. It's not I
2: still g- want uh you know whatever the one is. <laughs> <laughs> what? I remember times I had I still want that acoustic one. That was my choice for encore acoustic. You know are the you, song I'm talking about. Are you talking about Doing Time? Yep, that's the one. My brain is melted. We've been recording for 17 hours. Um, let's move <laughs> on to the last song.
1: This is what I want to hear. All right. Um, the Japanese-only mm. release of My Life Story on the ACEP I was on my way
4: To be with you today
1: Chip.
0: Well you know it's true Because I wouldn't lie to you First my car broke down So then I had you to your ride I was almost there when the motor
1: This is. What did I fucking put this as? My number two. <laughs> oh, we did overlap?
2: I thought you named all three of yours.
1: No, um, Invitation, My Life Story, and Grey Skies.
2: Okay. Yeah, I, I, at first I didn't include this at all because I thought it was kind of a cheat. It's not in the official five from the US version, but but whatever I mean,
1: it is. This song doesn't exist anywhere else. <laughs> right. It only exists on right. the AC. So this is E-P. the place to discuss it. Yeah.
2: Uh, this rules. I'm into it.
1: Yep. Yeah. And it's Tom.
2: Yeah, I love Tom, hearing
1: Tom. Tom sounds fucking it sweet. Sounds great.
2: It sounds great. I, like... I need more Tom in my life. Always. I think what we were saying Always. in the acoustic... In the John Potter <laughs> version of... Um, In the acoustic collection, songs we were talking about, the ones where they're reinterpreted to sound kind of like Folky Campfire, like rebuilding the bones of it, like this fits very... Well, in that mold for me.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um,
2: That's the EP. Fuck. <laughs> we're,
1: we're both... Um, we're Dunza. God damn it. All
2: right, well, whatever you think about all that we've talked about today, which has been a lot of ground to cover, let us know what you think over on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, where you can follow us. Mm-hmm. Please rate and review us. Make that 4.5 of 5. We would really like that.
1: And um, if you've left us a review... <laughs> That, I don't know, maybe you don't think it's worth that review anymore. <laughs> you can change it. You can change it. It's, it's, a, you can do that. That is within your power.
2: Uh, you can also subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, yeah. What else?
1: You can leave us a goddamn voicemail. Yep. 872-762-4763-8727. Magpod.
2: You can email us at magnifiedpod at com. Yep. You can support us at patreon.com slash magnifiedpod. You can do that. About you that can, merch,
1: you can buy that
0: fucking merch.
2: <laughs> at magnifiedpod.storeenvy.com. That's right. And uh, on the next episode, I think we'll be breaking down the live show.
1: Oh, my God, John. <laughs> I'm, so already, we might, I'm yeah. already hard. <laughs> we
2: might have to take a, a, a break. Well, yeah, we're not going to have... some time.
1: We're not going to have... I am not <laughs> editing an episode. <laughs> <It's> Sunday. <laughs> uh, are you kidding me? I'm going to be hungover all next weekend. Yeah, yeah,
2: So we'll take a little break, but it'll be gonna worth be, it. Cause... I'm going to be
1: hanging out with... I'm going to hang <laughs> out with all the, 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 the nation, That's the Magpod right. nation. Magpod
2: nation is uniting. You'll hear all about it. And uh, when we talk about that, it'll be about time for a podcast at our house. And it wouldn't be the same without you. So join us, won't you?
0: I've been everywhere around.